Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Venice Beach, California, in the one and only Smut Shack, with my co-host on my left, wearing a cardigan tonight for this Sunday night football bonanza, Joey No Chill Prano. Why you say bonanza? That was the longest intro ever. Bonanza? It sounds like a boner and a bonanza. How do you call it? How bonanza. do you pronounce it? Bonanza? Bonanza. I always call it Bonanza. Yeah, Kombucha, Bonanza, the Jaguars, the uh, Rutherisms don't have to just be wrong things. They could also be weird pronunciations. All right, Prano, what are we expecting here? Do we want to do we want to do a little pre-show with the teams that are playing? Let's let's talk Rams Bears. What are we expecting here? Uh, I'm expecting a good game. I think we both took the Rams, correct? Yeah, they were a seven-point favorite when we made picks. Can I change my pick? No, you think they're gonna? You think the the Bears are gonna cover now? Well, now I have because today's been a wild day. Well, no, it's more uh, that I have to. I'm going against Gurley and Robert Woods in fantasy. So this way, and I have Tariq Cohen. So this way, I could just be fully all in on just basically rooting for the Bears. Okay, you do that, and then I'm fully obviously rooting for the Rams. Great. So I. So you're letting me change my pick. Yeah, you can change your pick. Great. You have the Andy Ruther approval. See, like I'm pretty much, I think I'm pretty much done for in the uh, in our thing anyway. But, yeah. But still, then I would be torn. Yeah. Between my fantasy game and picking. So now, now I'm all in on the Bears. Hopefully, they don't run the option with Trubisky too much. Yeah. And get him hurt. I have to go back to Chase Daniel. Well, I just want to say this because this is going to go out to a lot of people today. Here's the deal. This will be. Our normal podcast, but we're just going to be commentating on the game. I'll Are you be- going to edit that uh, that mayor part out? No, <laughs> I don't know how much editing I'm going to do, but this is basically our normal show. You should, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe to us. If you're on YouTube right now, subscribe to us. That way, you get an alert every time we go live. You can set that up for those occasions whenever we go live because our schedule is kind of all over the place. And yeah, we're going to do it, Joe. We have not called we, a football in fact, we, game. We are doing it. Yeah. We're already doing it. Did I say we're going to do it? Yeah. Well, we have not called a football game. Correct me if I'm wrong. The last time we called a football game was the Cincinnati Bengals versus Pittsburgh Steelers. Epic Bengals. Is that true? Vontez Perfect meltdown game. Why? What have we called since then? As far as NFL, I don't think we have. Did this game? No, I thought that too. Holy shit. I'm like, how did this game start without them kicking off? Yeah. Oh, they're they're just showing us the they're just showing us the option play that Mitchell Trubisky got hurt on, and I'm sure making it like the Vikings player did something wrong. Are you uh, are you like one of those people who says, "Oh, cold weather, Rams, Southern California team, their offense"? Because like I see people saying that shit already on Twitter. Well, what I don't understand is like they're not an LA high school team. These, they didn't all grow up here. Yeah. Like, but people Jer- would use that a it's lot. It's probably colder in Northern California right now than it is in Chicago. Jared Goff played a Cal. Yeah. You know? 
like Mr. Trubisky and is from you know he played at North Carolina. Yeah, like I I always think that's stupid. Sure. No, I agree. But people use it all the time. But I think sometimes stats back. There's my guy. There's my fucking guy. I decided this week I'm getting an Aaron Donald jersey. Like he's my guy. He's my guy on the Rams. And there's a lot of jerseys you could choose from. I was leaning towards Cooper Cup, but racist. Yeah, I know. That's some of the most racist shit I've ever heard. I know. He's not even playing right but now. But hold on, that's why he got hurt. I'm like, Cup is out. I I liked I was I was I liked the receivers. Get one like a receiver. Cooper Cup. Support support my fellow white boys. That's some fucking that's some proud boy shit right there. Like, but Aaron Donald, man. Yeah, you got you gotta get don't get one with the gold on it. Get the get the proper like blue and yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So we have the kickoff holding out like a loaf of bread running up the gut. All right. So what? We got first and ten at about the 22-23. Trubisky is back. Just don't do too much. A lot of lot of little dumb passes to Tariq Cohen. That's what we need tonight. Now, what are our thoughts on Trubisky at this point? I thought he's I thought he's taken another step forward this year for sure. Yeah. Until he got well, injured. he was not very good last year at all. So yeah, yeah, he's significantly better. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think the people are maybe overrating him a little bit at this point because of the success of the team. Um, obviously, he's running the ball like a lot like he's there we go first player Play of the game action. he's running. it's just he slid well he slid there what's he supposed to do there not run the ball i disagree okay this is where we disagree yep play action all his receivers are covered he's got an easy 9 yard gain yep what are you telling him to do here throw it out of bounds well i mean it's it's really just a it's a matter of time. He's he already was out with a shoulder injury. But this he slid year. here. He did the yeah. right thing. But what if he doesn't get down in time? So now you got to run and slide. It. I don't mind it every once in a while. Okay. But it's it's just a numbers game. Every, with every rush, you know, there's a three percent chance if you're a quarterback that a guy takes a shot at you. So if you have a hundred rushes, you know, that's three of those positions you're putting yourself in. If you have ten of them a year. Okay, probably not getting hurt. But he's already, he missed the last two games with the shoulder injury. But to me, that play, again, that was a scripted pass play, is a lot different than him doing a quarterback read option. Yeah, absolutely. But you add them all up. I just, I don't have, personally, I don't have a problem with him running it there. Okay. Agree to disagree. I Again, I every play, I don't have a problem with him running There's on your occasion. boy. But I have a problem with the amount of times that he's running the ball. There's Cohen for no gain. That's right. I'm in a PPR league, so that's a point either way. Looks as like long as that was a forward s- pass. On second and 11, and uh, that's where we're at. Now, I understand different people are going to have different times, right, for yeah. where this game's I mean, at. Let's be honest. We're not doing the play-by-play. You know, If you're yeah. watching the game, this isn't radio. You should probably have it on in the background. And uh, we're just going to talk about all kinds of things when Chris Collinsworth would be slurping random players. You're not a fan of Collinsworth. Chris Collinsworth loves fucking everybody. Chris, everything, this is the greatest game. These two best teams in football. You know know who else was the same way? John Gruden, and you like him? Gruden was very complimentary of people. Yeah. At least he's interesting, though. At least he had a 
I don't get you. I don't get everyone's hate of Collinsworth. He's an he's an extremely knowledgeable guy. He knows his shit. Just like like what like let me let me say this. What's the difference between Collinsworth and Troy Aikman? I think Troy Aikman is a little bit more like he's he's more willing to say, "Hey, that wasn't a very good throw right there." Okay, I, I can take that note. All right, get him. Here he goes. Get again. him. But he got another first down. Yep. He's gonna get a first down. You know they they're the the Chicago Bears are eight and four. If the Chicago Bears go eleven and five or ten and six, they're gonna make a playoff. I mean they're gonna they'll make the playoffs if they get to nine wins. Basically, if they, sure. If they win nine games, they're in. Which they're one game away from. Right now, what percent chance uh, do they have of winning a playoff game against literally anyone if Chase Daniels plays? Zero. Right. So that's the danger. Can you win one more game this season without Mitch Trubisky running the ball every third play? But you know what? Maybe they don't value him that much. I mean, there is that possibility. There's a possibility the coach is like, yeah, man, do what you got to do for a win. If you get hurt, I'll take Chase Daniel. I, I doubt that. He was their second overall pick. Right, second. Yeah, the GMs make the pick. The coaches make the call of plays and decide who's going to play and all that. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's like, "Yeah, we got to do what we got to do to win." It looks very cold in Chicago. We were there. I believe in- it was twenty-four degrees with the wind chill. Twenty-four. Yeah, you just making that up? No, they just showed it before the game started. Okay, they put the temperature up there. I was in the zone. You know, I get in the zone before we do these live broadcasts. So you, we were getting in the zone for Sunday Night Football, and you were. Not watching Sunday Night Football. That's how in the zone you were. Like, I was I was mentally preparing. Like they were giving me all kinds of information about the game we're going to call. But I was in the zone, so I couldn't pay attention. We were at eleven oh three third. I'm sorry, second and fifteen. Trubisky completely overshoots his fucking receiver, and is that Marcus Peters on the yep, pick it running Marcus it back? Peters. He's still he's still going. And he's inside the 15. I imagine that's the cold weather on North Carolina boy Mitchell Trubisky's hands. Not used to the cold. Yes. Not used to the cold playing in Chicago. There is a flag. Go figure. These guys, whether it's special teams or a turnover, I would love to see the numbers on what percentage there's a, there's a flag. Like, just don't block a dude in the back. Just don't do it. Yeah. This is just a straight up miss, though. This is a terrible pass right here. Just he just missed him because he's open. He's wide open. Yeah, he's wide open. There's two guys behind him, and he basically threw it to both of them. He threw it to Joiner and Peters, and Peters picked it off. It's just a terrible pass. Yeah. Now Peters. Here's what I learned about Peters this year. Right. I'm watching all the Rams games. I think he came in with a lot of hype because I think he has a lot of what we just saw. The, the interception numbers are high, but he's a very gambling type of DB where he gets burnt a shit ton. You know what I'm saying? Like in the stat yep. book, that'll say another interception where that was just a terrible well, throw. Well, that's always the thing with defensive backs, right? They Yeah. The best defensive backs, like the highest rated defensive backs are guys that no one throws the ball to because they're on shitty teams. Yeah. And next thing you know, they get put on a good team. And people are like, well, we have to throw the ball at somebody. And suddenly they're a lot worse. Sure. You know? Going to Philly Rams game next week, in case you're interested. It's a Sunday night game. Are, are you telling me in case I'm interested or in case? In case you're the, interested. In case anyone's interested. Yeah. 
I mean, I'll be in Tahoe. Oh, you will not be here. That's right. I will not be here. I'll be gone for the next two episodes. You're gonna have to uh, have to find some fill-ins. I will. Well, we're gonna we'll discuss that after the show. All right. Third. Well, I was discussing it now so that these guys could give their votes. Third and four. Goff drops back to pass and wings it out of bounds. I believe he hit somebody. I don't know who I mean, that gentleman is, but I believe he hit somebody. Mac, Mac got right through there. What are you thinking, man? What are you thinking next week? Should, should I? I was going to hit up Tug. Uh, for what? For fill-ins or to go yeah. to the game with? For fill-ins, and then also, you know, give you a call or something. Sure. Yeah, you know, you know, Tug is my uh, is like he has the seal of approval. Uh, you, 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 he's you, my. He's you tapped the, him. Tug Coker. Tug was mentioned. The official. Seal of approval from Joe Prano as far as a guy who can sit in and uh, I think do a fantastic job. You know, he comes in, he doesn't trash me. You know, he comes in, it's not, it's not like a, it's not very negative. He's not here to upend me. Are you, are you taking a dig at someone? No. Okay. He's saying, you know. Gotcha. Yoshi's coming in, he's running over homeless people. There's other folks that come in, it's like their opportunity to, you know, take shots. Uh, yeah, Joe, so I will talk to them, but I am excited to see the Rams next week. That will be my third game this year. Now, are you worried about your Rams at all? Not at all. Except for their inability to play defense, you think? I'm worried about the defense, and I'm worried about Jared Goff, so I am worried. <laughs> I think Jared Goff is still suspect. And Now, the defense played better last week against Detroit. I, I've been on record multiple times saying these teams have to get their defense straight. And... Like today, Kansas City's defense stepped it up. Yeah. A Co- couple big defensive plays down the stretch. That's what I'm saying. And uh, you, you basically, come playoff time, everything's going to tighten up. But, you know, like, I know you've been critical of the Rams and Chiefs and Saints. Defenses. Pa- right. But Patriots lost today to the Dolphins. Terrible on, defense. Yeah. On the miracle play. Yeah. Um. Pittsburgh, they lost, correct? Yeah, what's they, going they on? Ended up losing what's in the going end? on with Pittsburgh right now? Three in a row. They lost to the Raiders. Yeah. They haven't won in uh, Oakland or against the Raiders in like 20 years, I think. They haven't won so. since uh, Too Short put out his first single. <laughs> Blowjob Betty. Was that his first single? I don't know. You, you ever fan of Too Short? Yeah. I was never the biggest fan of Too Short. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a. I'm by no means a Too Short super fan. Yeah. Who are the big rappers from the Bay? Too Short. E forty. E forty. MC Hammer. You can't forget MC Hammer. MC Hammer is like the OG from the Bay, bro. My first cassette tape I ever bought was "Please Hammer Don't Hurt Him." I was in the third grade. I know we've heard that so many times on the Dirty Sports Podcast. There's got to be a catalog. Somebody's got to be keeping track of this. You might you may have said that forty times on the show. Well, the reason I gotta give my love to MC Hammer, man, who then changed it to Hammer. I don't know what he is now. I think he's just Hammer again. Yeah. I th- I didn't think that sentence was over. You were like, I gotta give it. I gotta give it my props. But that was it. That was the end of the thought. That was it. Okay. <laughs> I think what I think if what I did in the fourth grade to rap too legit to quit in a jumpsuit with a hat backwards, I think if I did that today, it'd be considered cultural appropriation. 
I mean, I think just wearing your hat backwards is cultural appropriation. I don't think you're you're also appropriating baseball culture with your three quarter length. I'm appropriating like uh, elderly culture with a <laughs> cardigan. I owe an apology to everybody. That's what I've noticed. I what I've noticed recently is just. Be prepared with your apologies, no matter what happens, no matter what you tweeted, just have your apology ready, um, unless you murdered like hundreds of thousands of people, and then just give Michelle Obama candy, and no one will give a fuck. Oh, shots fired. Well, back to this game. We're at 9.08 and counting. We got a run on the first down with uh, Tyreek Hill for about two yards. Tyreek Hill. That's Jordan Howard. (laughs) Because this is a Bears Rams game. <laughs> Tyreek Tyree Hill doesn't play running back. <laughs> Time to bust out the vape pen. Yeah. I've noticed one thing is Bears fans are all like Bears fans are all in on Trubisky, huh? They're all in. They've they they're drinking the, the, the Trubisky. The only Kool-Aid. one who's not is our boy, Brady Matthews, who's like, let's kinda wait this out. Yeah. Is he the only rational Bears fan? I don't know. There are there are a lot of Trubisky slurpers out there though. I, think, I, I I didn't think it would happen so fast. I think the verdict still. You see good things, you see bad things, which yeah. is what you get with the second year guy. First down, uh, yeah. I don't know any of the fucking names. That's the thing. First down, yeah, number eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> we need we need that we need like a producer's ear. We need somebody to put an earphone in or the the, the ear. What are they called? Earplug. Yeah, like a headphone. Like Head, a, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You need a producer in your ear. That's yeah. what you're telling me. With all the players' names. You need a spotter. Well, there you go. You can look at them right there. Andy. All right. You know what? Bro-necker. I see it in the comment section. You guys asked, and uh, I will take what you asked and give it to you. I'm going to get some weed. We need it. We need it. Here you go. Tariq Cohen, a little jet sweep. I just need all Tariq Cohen all the time. I need no girly. I need no woods. I need lots of Cohen. All right, Prano, it's vape pen time. So Macaulay's finest. What the hell kind of weird vape pen is this? Here's the thing with the vape pen. You know why they make it this small? So you can hide it. So your hand? So you'll be like sitting at the bar club and you'll be like... Oh, you didn't be that guy? She sold me on that. She's like, you can hide this one. And I was like, this is so cool. You just... Look at it. How cool is that? Looks like a... An iPod shuffle. Yeah. Right? All right, back to the game. We're at 725 and counting. First quarter, Rams three, Bears zero. And there is a flag on the penalty. It looks like blocking underneath the legs. Is that called, what is that called? Cut cut block? Chop block? Yeah, chop block. What do I call it? Blocking underneath the legs? (laughs) I'm a a disaster tonight. Yeah. Blocking underneath the legs. (laughs) We're going to have blocking underneath the legs, 24. Who you got right now? We got Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald. Right now, gun to your head, defensive player of the year. Um, I'm going to go with, well, I think Donald's going to win it, but I think it's a lot closer than it'll be. I think I think Donald is getting a lot of the love. You can see the tide going in his direction, but I still think Khalil Mack is just a, like, a little bit more dynamic in terms of how he plays defense on in so many different... He's a linebacker. Well, yeah, because obviously I mean? he's covering guys, too. Yeah, 
he's doing a lot of different things. I mean, Donald's obviously uh, the most dominant interior lineman that we've seen in a long time. Um, but I would still take Mac if you had, if you gave me the choice between those two, but, um, but I think Donald is going to win defensive player of the year. Yeah. And I think the way Breeze played today and then, I mean, Mahomes played pretty great, but I think Donald's moving up the MVP uh, discussion. What you know? Just because other guys are you know falling off. Cam Newton, I guess, no longer in the conversation. They were <laughs> they were discussing Donald. <laughs> they were discussing Donald last week. Yeah. During the game, and I didn't want to bring it up because I thought you were going to be like Homer. They were discussing it during the Lions game last week, saying how obviously his presence is such a huge effect on the game. Look, dude, defensively, yeah. I mean, he is... Oh, shit. Oh, I mean, your boy's running. See, the, your boy me, Trubisky's running. To me, I just... I can't get over it. Like, to me, that's just so fucking stupid. We agree. Look, like, I'm not saying... we. That's where we agree. Um, I don't, I, don't put your quarterback in that position. Just don't do it. He's already been injury prone. My thing is, it basically comes down to two options. Again, we always talk about... I always say it. It's become one of my catchphrases. The NFL is a Super Bowl or bust league, correct? You, that's the goal. The goal is to win the Super Bowl. So you have to be. You either have to be trying to win the Super Bowl. I, I don't think a lot of. I, I think it's pretty hard to tank in the NFL. But I think sometimes it's like, hey, we know we're not winning the Super Bowl. Tell that to the Raiders. Well, the Raiders won today. Uh oh, second and nine. Cohen's my, my boy gone. Cohen. Oh, uh, I mean, the Raiders have won multiple games recently. Like they're they're not they're certainly not tanking. I think in in the NFL it's really hard to tank because you can't. What what the difference between the NBA and the NFL is? You never see teams just play. They're like, oh, we're not going to play our starter. Just we're just going to lose. Yeah, you know what I mean. What the Raiders did that you can do in the NFL is you can you can sort of tank by getting rid of guys. Sure, you know that that. Would make your team better. Like, okay, we're gonna, we're obviously don't think we're there, so we're gonna get rid of Mac. We'll take the draft picks, but it's you can't just not try. Like, you're putting yourself in danger by not trying. Yeah, no, you're right. You know, so it, it's pretty hard to like tank with your play. It's easier to tank with your personnel. Sure, but if you're a team that thinks you're competing for the Super Bowl, I think that there's like what they're doing with Trubisky says one of two things to me. Either they don't think they can win games unless they're running the, their quarterback, in which case you're not a Super Bowl contender. Or they don't think their quarterback is important enough that they're not willing to lose him to one of these plays, which, again, also makes you not a Super Bowl contender. I don't think that you should be thinking if you're a team like, well, we could always have a Nick Foles situation. Maybe Chase Daniel will come in and win us the Super Bowl. Like, that can't be... So, either way, whatever this coach is saying, to me, he's saying, low-key, we're not a Super Bowl contender. You can't win games without running the option? I don't know about that. Okay. Because because I just think a lot of these guys, they don't... For some reason, they don't see the foresight with injury. Because you saw it with the Eagles last year. You're seeing it now with Nagy this year with... Trubisky, I just don't think... I, but I think this is what... I, my point is, I think that's what he thinks he has to do to win games. I think, yeah, and I think a lot of them kind of take... Do you remember how often Russell Wilson used to run the ball? Yeah. Like, designed play runs. 
They just don't do that anymore. Yeah, but even back in the day, he he didn't run nearly as much as Trubisky is. Do the Bears win a playoff game? That's a question. Um, let's see. The Bears. I'm trying to think. The, the Bears. Right now, who would be? No, I don't think the Bears win a playoff game. Why do you not think they win a playoff game? Uh, I think I think they're going to have a tough matchup. Either way, right? Like if they win the division. They're going to have a wild... I mean, I guess it depends on who they play. It depends who makes it. I, I certainly don't feel very good about either of those NFC East teams we saw playing today winning a playoff game. What do you think about Bears against Seahawks? They would probably have a home game. That'd be a 4-5 matchup. That would be... Uh, they already beat Seattle earlier this year. Yeah. I would, I would take them against Seattle just because they're pass rush. Really? At home? Didn't they beat them in Seattle? It was week two. They beat them in Chicago. Okay. The Seahawks started 0-2. So like the Seahawks, they've had a good you know, they've played they've played good ball since. I would it's take gonna, Seattle. It's gonna get it's gonna get interesting down the stretch. Uh I mean that that game tomorrow night is huge for Seattle. It's huge for both teams. Yeah. It's basically one of those teams is gonna make the playoff. They could both probably still make it, right? I mean if you look at the standings. There's, there could be an 8-8 eight and eight wild card team. Everyone, nobody is holding on to anything this year. No, I know. I've been saying that the whole time. I'm like, I think there's like three contenders. Gurley up the gut. Ooh, nice little nine-yard gain on first down. Now, Joe, we gotta, we're talking about Gurley. We yeah. got to bring it up again. Zeke had another good game today. Your boy Saquon Barkley for the Giants. Saquon had 170. You are ready to fucking go off on some people. Well, on on the Saquon uh, Darnold thing? Is that what you're talking about? Or are you talking about on the Saquon? Well, there's a couple things. First of all, you jumped on it real early this year. I did. And I was sitting passenger seat because I've just been accused of being a Giants homer so many times on this show. Um you jumped and were driving the Saquon Barkley is the best running back in the NFL car. I was. And I was riding in your side car, your, your passenger seat. I was in the sidecar next to you. And, and I haven't changed. And look, I know Todd Gurley's having a fantastic season, but how much more offense do they have than what the Giants have done throughout the year? Uh, I know Zeke is playing, you know, had a great game, but like, how dynamic Barkley is in terms of catching the ball and he's going to break he's going to break the Giants rookie receptions record as a running back yeah he's going to pass Beckham likely yeah. he's at, i think he's at 78 he's got to catch like 12 more balls or something like that in three games look man i said it all along I I watched him a fair amount at Penn State. I knew he was going to be good. And then after just a couple games, again, the eye test for me. But you you have to you have to say this with the caveat by telling people Gurley's great, Zeke is great. Like these guys are great running backs. Right. All, all I'm saying is, if I had to choose one running back, as far as what they bring to the table, all around. Now, the only thing I don't I would say right now I would choose 
fucking Barkley. Now, the one thing I don't know, like, I know Gurley is a good blocker. I know that sounds stupid, but I don't know Barkley's situation on that. Yeah. If we really want to break it down. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I'm with you. And second of all, what people seem to, like, not understand is everybody loves to do, like, oh, well, look at Gurley's season. It's like, well, Gurley's not a rookie. And if you look at Gurley's stats, like, Gurley had a decent rookie year. He actually he actually only had, like, four or five good games. Yeah. And then year two, a debacle. And then... He got fished. Yeah. But, like, the Giants haven't been good the whole year. Barkley's going to be right there. It's going to come down to the wire in terms of yards from scrimmage. Running... And receiving yeah. between him and Gurley and Zeke. Yeah. It's going to come down. So you could say whatever you want about those guys, but, and you could say, okay, they're, uh, you know, they're all right there, but one of them's a rookie. Yeah. One of them's a rookie on a not very good team. No, I agree. You know what we've got to talk about, which we haven't talked about? I think we talked about at the bar a few weeks ago. Dude, no one talks about Georgia low-key puts out some fucking running backs. Yeah. They have for a long time. But nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about... Where do we want to go back to? Herschel Walker? Sure. Certainly uh, certainly a high watermark in terms of Georgia running backs. Uh, Garrison Hurst. That's what I'm saying. Um, you got Gurley. Gurley now. Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle. Yep. I'm just saying, like, Georgia, I feel like nobody talks about the running backs that they put out. They put, and I know we're, we've got to be missing something, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, there's Gurley up the gut for a first down Rams. We're at 202 and going down uh, first quarter. It's always going to be going down, Andy. It is. <laughs> what if it was going up? Yeah, yeah. Like, we're 202 and they're counting up now. <laughs> we're in the upside down. Yeah. Now, you, I, I also wanted you to. Marked down because you like you always say you don't let things die. I'll never let the the Barkley quarterback thing die. Barkley Barkley being taken over Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, uh, Josh Rosen, everybody. I mean the but who's everybody again? Uh, two weeks into the season, it was like the entire. That's why it's so funny because now guys who are on the Saquon Barkley's the best running back in the NFL train, like Max Kellerman, was on first take saying that they fucked up. They should have taken Darnold after after a good game in week one against the Detroit Lions. He was all, oh, this is why you take a quarterback. He's changed their franchise, blah, blah, blah. We're, now we're in whatever, week 13, and Giants have a better record than the Jets. You told me today that there is no. You said there was video. Now there is no video evidence. So, of Max Kellerman saying that the Giants fucked up. There's there is video evidence. It's still out there. What I said. What I sent you was. It's it's much like Rob Delaney's set on uh, of stand up comedy on Kimmel. Oh, you got to do if, a deep dive. If you if you go if you put uh, Kellerman. Barkley Darnold in you got to watch on like third party sites if you click on like the ESPN link it's like this page no longer exists like he's trying to wash the internet of him trashing Barkley uh, because now he's on the Saquon Barkley's the best running back in football thing and you, by the way Max you can't hop on bro we started that train like Joe was saying yeah early on I gotta give I got credit Bill Simmons too Simmons is on the train in week two um, but 
it, it's just to me. I'll, I'll say I'll say it over and over and over again. Not only did I like the pick, if they were going to choose somebody over him, they should have taken fucking Nelson. Like he also has changed a franchise in locking down the offensive line in Indianapolis and protecting Andrew Luck. But the idea that the the Giants fucked up, this was this was a nonsensical story from the beginning and everybody hopped on the train. Well, again, the hot take culture and the hot take culture you, you, you can't do that after one game. They played they played sixteen games. But it was always like oh, look at Eli. Look it's like how about the hot take culture of a brand new quarterback or sorry, a brand new coach, a brand new offensive system, and Eli Manning's not playing. Everybody was like, "Oh, how fucking Eli's washed. It's so washed." Like, "Oh, Eli's suddenly like not. Is he not washed again? Did he go? Did he come out of the wash and now he's fresh?" It's like, yeah, when you're not getting protection, you suck. Andrew Luck wasn't washed those last couple years. He was hurt and had no offensive line. Yeah, and now everybody's on the fucking. Oh, look at the Frisky Giants. Now they're being called frisky? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've won, th- what, three or four? Those frisky giants. Frisky's like an old creepy guy who gets fucking real touchy real with handsy. girls. You're like, that guy's kind of frisky, man. By the way, do do old men get passes anymore? Like, old men don't even get passes, do they? I don't think anybody gets passed anymore. I think I think only white women get a pass for anything. Because they're the only ones calling everybody out. So white women just get a free pass. White chicks. I mean, you saw the... Wh- who's the black guy? Tariq Nasheed. Or in the, and uh, then it was co-opted by uh, Nick Cannon. Calling out Sarah Silverman and Amy Schumer and Chelsea Handler. No I, one's saying shit. No I didn't cares. see any of this. Yeah. he that the Somebody, some like blogger or whatever did it and then... Nick Cannon just stole it, basically. What'd they call but, him out for? Uh, just started finding all those girls saying fag and gay and whatever on their Twitters and being like, yo, so I guess these guys just get a free pass. And basically, white women on the internet are like, yeah, they do. Wait, I didn't see any of that. Yeah. Which there's a reason, because Twitter curates it to pushing their agenda, too. Right. But white women are... I've said it before. I'll say it again. They're the they're the the main. They're just like pushing the PC culture. It's the white women because they're full of guilt. They're full of guilt of having all the benefits of white men all these past years without any of the work. Just sit back and go like, uh, we didn't get to vote until like forty years later or whatever though. So, uh. like, all right, relax. Act like they were fucking. They act like the Civil Wars because they were enslaved. White women need to relax. Yeah, I'm done fucking white women, man. <laughs> I just decided right there. I'm only boning non-white women. How long you How long you think I could go from fucking white girls? Mm, I mean, if you really set your mind to it. You like haven't this, drank in like however long. But like this is a good city to have non-white girls to yeah, fuck. You couldn't do this in Cincinnati. No. <laughs> I couldn't You'd be like, do- what are you? She's like, I'm Canadian. You're like, that works. <laughs> Definitely couldn't do this in Cincinnati. That'd be a funny thing to do, man. Like, I'm taking this revolution. Like, we're done with white women. Every other chick is open and welcome. What's this movie, man? This is the longest movie trailer ever. Yeah. Is this a trailer premiere? I like Oscar Isaac. I like this dude. 
Oh, my oh, boy man. Charlie. Your boy. My boy from Sons of Anarchy. Don't wow. know don't this, know who's that is, dude. This is a uh actor Bonanza, as you would say. Oh, Pedro Pascal. He was great in uh what's it called? You Narcos. Want a, you want a hot take? Yeah. Narcos is trash. No, it's not trash. I watched the first season. It's not trash. Hold on. Bro. Oh, I, boy. I watched the oh, fir- boy. I, I watched the first run and I was like, this is trash. But then I I was like, well, you know what it is? I did back in the day like a deep dive on Pablo Escobar. I read it's interesting, like, yeah. I read like five books. Yeah, yeah. And blah blah blah. And so I was like, uh, oh, maybe I just know the story too well and this is kind of a rehash. But I was like, it is kind of like I don't know. It seems kind of like safe and like kind of like it's it's like too much of like a fuck. It could be on NBC. No, no, that's and just then, not true. That's and just, then I just watched an episode where there's there's fucking orgies. I'm just now started the new season. There's orgies at a giant cocaine party. Yeah. Literal orgies. And then I watched. That's not on NBC. I'm saying, but you take out just the blatant things that would never be allowed, and you're like, uh. And then I started watching Narcos Mexico, and I was an episode and a half in, and I'm like, this is whack. Well, that's I'm what, out. Okay, hold on, hold on a second. I am on Narcos Mexico. As Jared Goff just threw an incompletion, it will be fourth and two. Rams will be punting. We're at 14.56 second quarter. Here's the deal. This one has started slowly. Narcos, Mexico. Did I really enjoy the most the first couple seasons with Pablo Escobar? Yes. Last... Last year the, was the Cali family, you know, another one based in the Columbia drug cartel, which was fine too. But I'm not saying it's the all and be all show. I mean, it's no Savage Kingdom, which I'm catching up on old episodes. You guys got to get in that Nat Geo wild. I'm telling you, Savage Kingdom. Ooh, fall- damn near a pump block. You're just cutting off my Savage Kingdom plug? Sorry, go ahead. I'm telling you, Savage Kingdom follows around leopards and lions. Yeah, I'll never watch And that. hyenas, and they have names for them. You got to get into animal shows more. No, I'm good. No? You don't like learning about animals? I just started watching Billions. I'm into the Billions. I'm on I'm on the Billions train. I tried. Is that Showtime? Yeah. Before I started watching Billions, it was because I was watching Narcos. I started Narcos Mexico. I was like, I love Mexico. I'm going to get into it. It's too glossy. It's too clean. It's not gritty enough. I'm out. Narcos you whack. All right, that's fine. I'm going to watch Narcos I know tonight. a lot of people love it. Um, I mean, I Narcos is no Ozark. Right. Ozark is the shit. I, I, I didn't love it, but it's it's way better. I wasn't like I'm a must watch, but it was way better. I think it's way better than Narcos. Your boy up the gut for... That's not my boy. They have two different running backs. You know that, right? Is that Jawan Howard? <laughs> Jawan Howard. <laughs> Is that Jalen Rose? Is that Jawan Howard? That weed has kicked in, fam. <laughs> is that Chris Webber? Dude, you remember how many years Jawan Howard was just sitting on the Heat's bench? Can we talk about that? Jawan Howard sat on the Miami Heat's Juwan bench. Jawan Howard outlasted all of the Fab Five, right? Dude, I think he's still sitting on the Heat's bench. He's not even coaching. He's just sitting there in his fucking warm-up jerseys. Jawan Howard, I mean, like how many rings? Did he get a couple of those rings? Jawan Howard was in the NBA so long, he had... The goatee when it was cool, and then the goatee stopped being cool, and then the goatee became cool again, and he was just there the whole time with his goatee. Jawan Howard was in the NBA so long, he got to have his own five, Fab Five kids be old enough to play in the NBA. Yeah. Like, he was there forever. Did he get any of those Heat titles? I think he must have. Uh, I don't know. 
Probably got one, right? Like one or two of them? Well, they only got two. That's right. How do you think that they work Cohen and and Howard? Like, are you fine with the split? Uh, I mean, every time Cohen touches the ball... He's dynamic. Yeah. I I feel like they run Howard too much. Uh Uh-oh. Here goes Trubisky. Wow. Ooh, suspect. Your boy Marcus Peters in there. There you go, Peters. Earn some of that fucking money. You know, it's been Doesn't a. Doesn't it seem like Marcus Peters' helmet's too big? Doesn't it look like one of those kids when you played like Pop Warner? You're like, why is that guy's helmet like twice the size of his body? Let me see. I need, I need an up close look at his helmet. That was a nice play by whoever that guy was to cut off that screen pass. So you think his helmet looks too big? I feel like his head's. Maybe, it's, maybe he just has a big head. That's not Marcus Peters. No, I know. That's a midget. <laughs> Can't say that anymore either. No, we just you got. You'll have to apologize. We just got kicked off YouTube. All right, so second and ten from the fifty-yard line. Who's that? Is that Jawan Howard? I'm going with Jawan <laughs> Howard. I'm going with. Is that Ron Howard? Yeah, it's Ron Howard. Is that Howard the Duck? Is that Howard Johnson Motel running up the middle? Dude, it doesn't take much for me. Is that it? Is that the last Howard you can think of? The last Howard I got. Is that Dwight Howard? Is that Howard Cassell? So, Joe, let's talk about some of the other games today. Sure, let's do it. The Cowboys just wrapped up a huge win. Yep. Against the Eagles, an overtime game. I said it before we started. Maybe, and I was hard on them, maybe that trade for um, Amari Cooper. Well, everybody was hard on that trade. Not a bad trade. Everybody was hard on that trade because of the way guys were moving around and what it was costing teams. It seems like. At the time, regardless, obviously you make any trade you make, you're hopeful it's going to work out. Um, I think everybody at the time thought, wow, it seems like they could have gotten him for less than a first. But maybe that's what it took for them to be the ones that, that got him. And it certainly worked out. It certainly worked out. If they were to use a, that first next year to draft a receiver, the guy's not going to come in and have... Like, I mean, what's he got? Six, seven touchdowns in five games? Yeah. He's averaging five, six games. Yeah, he's averaging over 100 yards and multiple huge plays. Today again, the very end. So, game winning touchdown. It absolutely was a win. It just seemed like at the time that they could have gotten him for less. Well, not only that, what it's done is it's helped Ezekiel Elliott so much because they didn't have, they didn't have, a guy who could stretch the field with his, especially yards after catch. So now the defenses have to respect, because before it was fucking Beasley and Allen Hearns. Yeah. I still don't like the Cowboys, though. Even watching that game, the way Dak played, like, there was moments in that game where you're Dak like, had some throws, though, man. Yeah, he had some throws to the other team. He had some fumbles. No, I know, but... but There was a time in that game where it was like 9 nothing, where you're like, dude, I know you've hit on a couple, but also just stop throwing the ball. Like, you guys should just go to s- slow down mode because you're you're in the second half here and just run the ball. Yeah. Because er- it seems like every time you drop back, there's a potential disastrous interception or fumble. Sure. I'm not saying he had the best game because he didn't. but And I'm not also saying I'm big team Cowboys, but we, just, we talked about the Bears briefly. 
winning a playoff game. Let's yeah. talk about the Cowboys. Well, that's what I was talking about before. Like, if those two teams played, I'd take the Bears. Okay, Cowboys at home against Seahawks. Who you got? I uh, I'm gonna take your Seahawks. Cowboys at home against Vikings. I assume Vikings. Mm, yeah, probably, but yeah. I mean, they've won four in a row, but I get what you're saying. They're offensively, they're not they're they're not near some of the other teams. What wow. the fuck was that, Jared Goff? Literally, don't just don't let him get in. Oh, nice. Now, how about a little jet sweep to Cohen from the three? Um, there it is. There it is. There it is. What I'm talking about. Jared Goff sometimes is just awful. I think he was hit, hit as he threw. I hope so. Uh oh, Prano's favorite. The all defensive. Touchdown celebration on a non-touchdown. I, by the way, bro, uh, he actually just hit by his own lineman. Yeah, but come on, show, show yeah. this replay again. Come on, NBC. I mean, come on, dude. No, I, I'm not. He was barely touched. Who's he throwing to anyway? He's trying to throw. He's trying to thread the needle to Robert Woods in between two guys. That's a terrible decision. That's a terrible pass. Another reason. Why the Rams will not make it to the Super Bowl? Because of shit like that. So, are the Saints beating them? Who's your NFC team? It depends on where they're playing. I'm still, you know, on my thing that the Saints are suspect outside the Dome. The last two weeks, the Saints have not looked... So, you have Seahawks going to the Super Bowl, is what you're telling me? I did not have the Seahawks going to the Super Bowl. (laughs) And I'm not saying that I don't have the Rams, but... You actually just said that. I'm saying that would be a reason why when he makes throws like that. I mean, there's only so much that fucking Sean McVay can do. He's calling all the plays, clearly. Do they really need to put the play sheet up that close when they do this, when they're like... You know they're blocking their mouth from somebody reading their lips, right? I know, but is there really guys reading their lips? Should should I do my ad reads like this from now on? No, because you want people to read your lips. Speaking of that, Joe Prano. Yes. Let's talk about SeatGeek. Let's do it. I'm going to be on SeatGeek this week to get my tickets for Rams versus Eagles, as we have a timeout in the play, out here at the LA Coliseum Sunday Night Football next week. Who are you going to that game with? I don't know. i got to find somebody to go with. You can't take Maddie because you said he, what, was freaking out about Wi-Fi. Well, he, he, Wi-Fi is an issue for him. I don't know why. Tug, maybe? Right. I, but, think, I, think, I think that Monday night game was Tug's last hurrah. But to be honest... You're just going to go solo. Hang no. Out the, hang out with Mrs. Shabelli. But that's what I was going to say. The Shabelli clan will be there. They're doing a massive tailgate. I think you need a not-white girl to invite. To show up with like some fucking uh, chick from like Compton? I'm just saying maybe go with the chick, but you just said you're off-white chicks. Yeah, that's a good point. So... I don't know why I went straight for Compton. What about a Craigslist ad? Looking for a date for Rams Eagles to take you to an all-white tailgate party. Can't be white. (laughs) You can't be white, but the whole tailgate will be white. Well, regardless, I'll tell you what, Joe. Let's let's finish this ad read after the play. (laughs) Most disconjointed ad read. I will be getting my tickets for that game on on SeatGeek. What did I say? You said disconjointed. Disjointed? Sure. <laughs> the Bears now going backwards, by the way. That's right. 
Guys, if you want to get tickets to any sporting event, any live event, download SeatGeek right now. Best of all, all our listeners, that's all you guys listening, get $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. All right, let me hop into the comment section, Joe. Yeah, get us get us some comments. Every week, Ruther is on a new thing. Last week, it was a shaved head. This week, it's no white chicks, LOL. Ruther should live tweet his non-white date. Okay, looks yeah. like there's some traction. Oh, remember the live tweet your date? That I was not, legendary. I will not do that anymore. Why? Bro, we talk about old tweets. It was a different climate. In January of 2014. Yeah, but you have, like, I, I hate to break it to you, Andy. You have zero shot. People don't even have to dig up your old tweets. They can dig up your current tweets. Like, you're you're cooked, bro. I'm cucked or cooked? You're cooked. All right, second and goal for the Bears. Trubisky back to pass, and I don't know where the fuck he was throwing that ball. We got some, uh, we got some court, we got some young quarterbacks in fancy coach schemes, just not getting it done tonight. Yeah. Why are they reshowing this golf play? Uh, he got stepped on. I mean, come, come on. on. Yeah, they're really NBC. This, this is uh. That's the reason to throw an awful interception. I feel like this is Chris Collinsworth is uh, running the graphics department right now. He's got to come up with a reason why he can continue to slurp golf. He's like, no, he's great. He got stepped on. What a white guy named Cody Parkey. Yeah. Like, not only a white guy, that's a very white kicker name. Yeah. Oh, and he's pointing to Jesus. Yeah. Pointing to Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for that 26-yard field goal that I made. If it wasn't for your blessing, I want to have the legs to kick that field goal. I love the idea, too, that God is up there. He's like, I heard there was multiple missed field goals today. Uh, People probably not praying enough. I got to make sure I thank him after every single one. You still do that joke about guys giving the devil a shout-out? Uh, No. I, well, I don't think it was ever giving the devil a shot. It was like not blaming God when you, oh, yeah. when you fuck up. I don't know why. I like, what c- the fuck, God? But uh, no, I did that. I did, thanks for the plug. I did that in Joe Prano Takes the Stand, available on Vimeo On Demand right now. <laughs> uh, and I haven't done it since. A lot of those a lot of those jokes were retired in that in that set. Joe, I'm working on some things to get some, some more people right here. Right where my hand's touching. I don't know. What are you? Are you saying guests? Yes, okay. guests. Are you going to tease some guests for us? Who are you working on? I'm working on some people. I don't want to tease anything. That will ruin the mojo. Okay. Things are in the works. Maybe former murderers who played in the NFL. Wow. Yes. OJ? Maybe. Well, Aaron Hernandez is dead. So? Doesn't mean you can't get him on the show? I think it does mean you can't get him on the show. Uh, Ray Carruth? Maybe. Dante Stallworth, maybe. Is he a murderer? Yeah, he hit somebody when he was drunk in oh, his car. right. He's a manslaughterer. You know, notice that kind of just went under the radar? Yeah. Like, you killed somebody with your car, bro. Is this the commercial that our good friend Guy was working on? It was Adidas and Vontae Miller was was in it. Or Von Miller, Vontae Miller. Bro, Man, not- you are lost with names today. like Bro, that's all it takes. Couple hits in the vape pen, and I'm a disaster. I need to eat some more Papa John's. To- <laughs> By the way, an unofficial food sponsor. And let me just say something, Papa John's, if you are watching. 
I would take money if you wanted to sponsor our show, but you got to upgrade. Your medium pizzas, they're not medium. I But I got to say... They're very small. Yeah, their medium pizzas are small, but I got to say, I've never known anybody to go with the two medium. That's that's like that's that's a cuckalicious order. Is that an amateur hour move? Yeah, you always get a like. You start with a large pizza. That's just what you start. If you're ordering pizza, you start with a large, and then you go from there. Do you need more pizza? Do you need two larges? Like I don't know if we need two larges. Okay, large and a medium. So you think I completely backfired by ordering two mediums for two people? Yeah, whoever even like you start with a large. Large pizza is like the first. No, here's what I should have done. Like when you go to, uh, when you try to order online from Domino's or Papa John's, th- your cart should just come with a large pizza in it. I should have just ordered like an extra large pizza, or you do like a large and a medium if you want something else on it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, so and so likes mushrooms. Like, I don't want mushrooms. All right, we're gonna do a large. Okay, and then we're gonna give you a medium mushroom. I'm glad we're having this pizza discussion because I want to ask you. You know I'm a pretty like decent fan of Abbott's Pizza. Yeah. So, got back to pass. Oh, he's going downfield for Brandon Cooks, and that was a terrible pass that should have I mean, been that intercepted. That was a punt. Yeah. Awful oh. pass on first down. Anyway, I stopped in Abbott's Pizza last night. You ever have those moments where you just go, I'm not paying for this shit. And I was going to order two slices of pizza, and I saw it was four fifty-eight each. I'm thinking in my head, plus tax... I was really hungry last night. Really hungry. I was thinking, this is going to be $11 with the California tax for two slices of pizza. I could go home and order a shit ton of Chinese food from Mao's Kitchen for 14 bucks for just $3 more. And that's what I did. Am I making any sense? I just think it's so... four fifty eight for a slice of pepperoni? That's fucking overpriced. Well, what would you pay for two medium pizzas? What is happening in this game? What's a bigger disaster? My fucking economics with pizza or Jared Jared Goff's awful right now? I mean, now. basically, right now, Jared Goff and Mitchell Trubisky are two medium pizzas. Like, can we get one? <laughs> can somebody bring a large pizza to this game? <laughs> both, of these, both of these teams showed up with medium pizzas as their quarterbacks. Yo, you're not winning the Super Bowl if you're starting a medium pizza. And what? Do you need a large pizza. To be a contender. Are we just done giving Gurley the ball? Yeah, it's weird. Like, Appar- apparently, they know about my fantasy team. Another flag. Is that Everett? Let's see where the spot is. It's going to be close. <laughs> I'm just thinking of how you could fuck up Everett's name. <laughs> Chris Everett? <laughs> you remember the Chris Everett? Oh. That was like that's like the... Chris Everett, like, Jim Rome? That's like the first ever viral like sports interview. That was ESPN two, the Deuce. Was it? Yes. It was a Jim Rome show. He flipped the table. He said, Call me Chris one more time. Yeah. And he did it. You think that was staged? No, I don't. I think Jim Rome's just a fucking douchebag. I saw this commercial recently. Okay, let's play this out. You want to explain the commercial to everybody? No, I want to. I want to understand. Let me, get a, let, me get a, let me get a slice of that medium pizza. You get a slice of that medium pizza. I just want to understand people who are watching this commercial of the Chevrolet. If I want to test drive a car, which I've been doing lately, as some of you know, I'm about to get a new car. If I want to test drive a car and they put me in a the car in the showroom and then three alligators came out, that would not make me want to buy the car. So I don't understand what Chevrolet. I know they're trying to show you the rearview mirror. Of the car. Like, look at the camera on the car. Who wants to buy a fucking car after you scared me to death by throwing three fucking alligators in the room? 
I just want to know, like, what's going on in that guy's head who's like, this would be a good commercial. It's a ter- it, it doesn't make me want to buy a Chevrolet. In fact, I would say I don't trust people from Chevrolet because if you go to their dealership, they might throw fucking snakes or alligators. But those aren't like, I mean, that's, that's a completely produced commercial. I know. They always go like, they're real people, not actors. They're real people who showed up. That just means they weren't like actors of profession. They still put makeup on those people and put them in some fucking crazy lit room where like there was just one car. If you went to get your next car and it was just one car in a giant well lit room, you'd be like, what the fuck is going on here? Where's your like car lot? Dude, I'll tell you what, man. I already thought I was getting punked by the 12 year old Mexican boy who's showing me around Toyota. You for sure thought I was getting punked. I still do. What do you mean? You still do. I think you're going to get something via email or in the mail saying like, sign this. You were on punked. Some, we had a 10-year-old try to sell you a car and you didn't say anything. <laughs> I test drove a, t- a fucking Corolla hatchback with him. He knew all the features. Maybe he memorized his lines. Yeah. I asked him multiple times. I was like, yo, bro, are you 12? <laughs> I go, I'm not trying to be an asshole. You look really young. Let me hop into the comment section. Why is this guy still explaining it? I'm just, people are commenting on the commercial. John LeBeau, pay $5 more a month on Patreon to make this thing a weekly thing. Think about that, Prano. Yeah, guys, if you want to help out, you can subscribe to What's our what, Patreon? For us to do this every yeah. week? Our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash dirty sports, right? If you want to support the show yeah. on a monthly basis. I mean, $5 isn't going to do it, but like a bunch of people at $5 might do it. Yeah. So way to get the ball rolling. Who was that? John LeBeau. John LeBeau. Way to get the ball rolling. Yeah. Goff three for, 22, three for 10 for 22 yards and a pick. Yeah. Great stat line. Medium pizza. That's going to be my new phrase for... No, that's not a medium pizza, bro. That's like a pizza where a homeless man has taken a shit on. All right, so Gurley cutting across the middle. Get it? There you go, Gurley. All right, first down Rams. But he's had a lot of these games. Goff did not look too good in Detroit last week. Yeah. Well, By the way, how did that... Uh, I actually have no idea. How did the Detroit-Arizona game end today? Was it a 3 nothing game? I have no idea either. I'll look it up. Jesus Christ. All right. Detroit-Arizona. How did that game end? 17-3 Lions. Wow. All right. The Rams are driving. They got first Has there ever been 10? a less interesting game than that? Oh, that's like a top 10 bad game. How about Kittle with 210 yards in one half and then zero in the second half? Yeah. All Here right. we go. Goff back to pass him first and 10. Medium pizza. He's got time, and he dumps it off to Brandon Cooks for about a six-yard gain. Denver really laid an egg today, huh? Yeah. They've been playing well lately. They're, they're, their fans are getting too excited. They're like, we can make the playoffs at whatever, and they're like, nah. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to end that talk right now. Philip Lindsay's parents were up the other night fighting, and he didn't get enough sleep. And <laughs> <laughs> Philip Lindsay's dad was uh, doing a construction project in the garage, and Philip Lindsay was uh, just all the banging, the hammer all night. Couldn't do. Is Brendan Cooks praying after one 
For a random catch? Prince Amukamura, former giant. It's a good name, bro. Yeah. It's a good name for an African prince. Is he really a prince? I believe he is. I believe he's an actual like African prince. What does that mean? Is that like some coming to America shit? Yeah, I think so. I think he came to America and then he was like, in the face. That's a great movie, man. So great. Anything offensive in that? That I'm sure. So many things. That the 2018 social justice warriors can get bothered by? Yeah. But that's the thing. They go back, but they only go back so far. Right? You can go back to Kyler Murray in, when he's 15, but we don't go back to like Eddie Murphy raw. It's fucking disgusting, the Kyler Murray thing. I'm glad you brought that up. The guy wins the Heisman Trophy. By the way, the Heisman, I didn't even, this, one of the first uh, Heisman Award ceremonies I haven't watched in a long time. Uh, it was Murray, uh, Tua. Tua, and who was the third? Dwayne Haskins. Got it. So it's just a quarterback. Uh, it was the clo- wasn't it the closest ever? Now. I don't know. Well, Tua got the most votes ever for somebody not to win. Most what? First place votes? Just most overall points. I don't understand the point system, yeah. how that shit works. Uh, the thing is, Tua had played a lot better competition and took... Bama's blowing teams out so much. Did you see the stat numbers? No. Tua... I did not watch the Heisman But Tua had taken so many less snaps. that clear. He took like a couple hundred, a couple hundred yeah. less snaps because he wasn't playing in second half of games. Right. So that was the big argument on people on his side saying he should have won. But it's basically just a quarterback's award now? Is that the deal? No. No? Who won it last year? Baker Mayfield? When did Derrick Henry win it? The year before? I think so. A couple of years before that? Yeah. Derrick Henry's on my bench, by the way. Ooh. With, with his 200 and whatever yards and four touchdowns. Not a good guy to have in your bench. Well, he's been shit the entire year. The The Titans never give him the ball. They never fucking play him. He's been on my bench since like week four. Uh, they just had a commercial. Uh, it was a Pepsi commercial with Ron Rivera. Yeah. See that? First of all, Ron Rivera is doing commercials now. <laughs> like, <laughs> not, not exactly. Maybe he's got a face for radio commercials. Um, I mean, have commercials jumped the shark? Ron Rivera is doing commercials? Can we talk about something that the Panthers did today that they have now done like four times this year? And I like I just have no explanation for it. Like you know, we've been talking a lot about going for two. The well, not even the going for two, but it was essentially. You remember a couple weeks ago they went for two and they didn't get it and it was a big debacle. Yeah. Um, they had fourth and goal. Today, I saw at this. The two, I saw this. They basically ran the same play that they ran on that two point conversion that they didn't get. They're just dropping Cam Newton back. It's a terrible to pass. pass. But why is that your strategy? Why are we just dropping Cam Newton back to us? The thing that Cam Newton is the worst at of all his athletic attributes is just being a straight up passer. Yeah. You have Cam Newton from the two as a runner, you have McCaffrey either as a runner or out of the backfield on a little swing pass or on a jet sweep or whatever, and you're just doing Cam Newton drop back looking for a receiver. You're taking your two best players on offense 
and what they're good at doing and, and taking it away and taking it away. Yeah, I agree. I was actually watching that live. I completely and they've agree. done it multiple times this year. They did it on a fourth down early in the year, fourth and goal early in the year. They did it on the two point conversion, but, and then but, they did it that way. But isn't that a, North Turner's call on the plays for Carolina? Good. Well, it's still on the head coach. Stop fucking having North Turner as your goddamn offense. All right, a quarterback's or I'm sorry, a wide receiver screen does not work at all against the Bears. So it's going to be fourth down Rams. I'm seeing some comments on beards. Let me hop in. On your beard? Did you guys swap beards? And then the comment from Dylan is Dylan Cahoon is, how dare you disrespect Prano's beard like that? Yeah. I was gonna say, Yeah. This is you've you've been rocking the facial hair. Which is abnormal for you, and I've been rocking a clean-ish shave, which is abnormal for me. So we have swap facial hair, but never compare Andy's beard to my beard. You've been growing your beard for like two months. I'm 45 days in. You're 45 days in. 45 days in the beard. I look like a yeti at 45 days. (laughs) And I am keeping it though nice and trimmed up. And Joe's keeping himself clean shaven with Harry's razors. That's right. The only razors that we use, the only razors that we have used for the last three years, and it has kept me looking, you know, it's, it's a tight, still beard. It's keeping Joe nice and clean shaven. Guys, we have a great special offer going on with Harry's right now. We're partnering with them to give $5 off any shave set. So if you're a new listener or you haven't used this, do it now. It's, you can get our limited edition holiday sets when you go to harrys.com forward slash dirty. Again, that's harrys.com forward slash dirty. Plus, you get free shipping. Here's what I love about this offer, Joe. It's available to new and returning customers. Great. A lot of times people say, oh, we used your code. I can't use it again. this one you can use again. This one you can use again, guys. So get your holiday shopping done early. Free shipping ends December 12th. That's this week. Once again, it ends December 12th, so act now. Go to harrys.com forward slash dirty to get $5 off a shave set while supplies last. That's harrys.com forward slash dirty. I gave some Harry's shave sets for Christmas last year. They were big hits. Oh, people love them. Now, um, my brother has reached out to me multiple times. Mikey, speaking of people, I, I gave some Harry's razor sets. Um he thinks that you need to uh, sell your body as an advertisement for the L.A. Marathon. Ooh. What would that entail? Uh, well, you remember like, you know, like the boxers will like uh, put ads on their shoes or whatever. Like, oh, if I get knocked out. My... He, he thinks you should just be like basically covered in an ad. Like he wants to sell you as an ad. I like this idea. Sea Geek, Harry's Razors. Maybe, got, ru- maybe run an all-flag and anthem gear. They got to pay me, though. All these companies, again, some of our great sponsors, you got to pay me. Well, what Mikey was saying was he he wants you, he really wanted me to bring this up on the show, he wants you to set your rate, and then he's going to go do some ad sales for you because he really wants to find an embarrassing company for you to rock. And, you know, as long as it matches your rate, he's like, look, if Ruther says he'll do it for a couple hundred bucks, then like I'm getting him some, I'm, I'm going to get out Victoria's Secret on the phone and this dude's running in a broad panties. There is, there is always, everybody has a price. Yeah. Especially me. Yours is pretty low. I'm pretty low. I, I am, I am a street walker. I'm a giant whore with this stuff. I guess we can negotiate a little. What do you guys think in the comment section? Ooh, the people are already commenting in. I'm 100% buying ad space on Ruther. 
I'll pay for a semi-permanent tattoo on Ruther's neck. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'll do that. A semi-permanent. He didn't yeah. say a permanent one. They do they do all those uh henna tattoos on the boardwalk. Yeah, I'd be down for a henna tattoo. On my face. On your face. Wow. Go with the face tat. Th- th- those go away, right? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying, if people want to offer money, the Thust Fund is open. It's uh, dirtysports.com forward slash thust. Or dirty sport or patreon.com right, that's forward slash dirty sports. That's P A T R E O N. Patreon.com. <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> How did I spell it? No, you spelled it right. Then you said Patreon. It's a Petri dish. Did I say Patreon? Jesus Christ. Who is your Super Bowl prediction at this point? Right now? You're going Chargers. I like Chargers. You're going Chargers Cowboys? Oh, you're going Chargers Seahawks? No. Seahawks, your boy? No, no, no. I love me some Russell Wilson, but no. I'm going to say Chargers. The freeway game? Oh, the Chargers five bowl. Chargers Rams would be insane. Chargers Saints. Although, uh, dude, I, the Bears are an interesting team for me, man, because they have some offensive firepower. Obviously, they have a great defense. Now then, they have a shit. Qu- <laughs> <laughs> on, on cue, on cue, Trubisky takes a snap and th- and throws a ground ball to a guy standing <laughs> on the sideline. <laughs> Mister Trubisky's like hike. Yeah, I Ruthered him this right was, there. I want to see the look on his face. It was like, oh, God, what is that? He threw a two-hopper to the ref. Sticking with my preseason Chiefs, Super Bowl prediction. Saints? Chiefs? Rams. Chiefs, Rams. Because I got to double down on that at this point. He yeah. Two best records in their conferences, and I was on it in the preseason. I'm going to double down. I'm hanging on. You know, it's it's fantasy playoffs, Ruther. That's I did why, not that's know. That's why I'm so into it. It's week one of the fantasy playoffs. What's at stake here? Round one. I don't know. I think it was like a fifty dollar league. So, I don't know, four hundred bucks or something like that. Dude, they should have fantasy football where like crazy things are at stake. Like you lose, you get thrown into a pit of alligators. Okay. Like, like what? If, what if? What if I wrote a movie script, like a new Eli Roth? It's like a hostel, but for fantasy. And you lose, and the people who come in certain place—that's how you're tortured. Like Matthew Barry's dressed all fucking weird, and he's torturing people. John Clayton comes along. Is John Clayton still around? I watch. I haven't it. seen John Clayton in forever. Although I don't watch ESPN. I don't either. Is John Clayton still alive? Do we have confirmation on John Clayton being alive? I'm going to look that up, man. John Clayton. Trubisky rolls out on second and 10, throws one into the stands. He's not with ESPN anymore. He was let go on May 31st, 2017. Wow. They did all those firings. I'm sure Tug Coker, get that in there, at Tug Coker was mentioned. (laughs) Rip John Clayton. I'm sure Tug mentioned that. What the fuck is John Clayton doing? What does it say he's doing? Said he's homeless, eating bagel bites out of his mom's basement. They have a radio program now. Yeah, he's a frequent contributor to KJR AM, and it's Sports Saturday Show on Saturday mornings. 
KJR, where's that? Trubisky picked. Here's the thing, bro. Trubisky, this is, this is a this is a fucking Trubisky medium pizza. <laughs> I was gonna say this is a medium pizza bonanza. This is a medium pizza game. Did I say it correctly there? Yeah, bonanza. I think we have the title of our episode. What? Jared Goff and Mitchell Trubisky are medium pizzas. <laughs> they are. They're complete and utter medium pizzas. And you know what? Watch this. It's not a good pass. You know you threw a bad pass when this whole sideline starts freaking out before the ball's at it. And when you throw it to a guy who's like, five what foot. What the fuck are you like, doing? You throw Gabriel is, is a lot taller than the five foot seven guy trying to cover him. Roby Coleman. They got all these fucking lawyer names, bro. Yeah, I know. Who's the other guy? Jonathan Reese Myers. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> he in Wimbledon? All right, so the Rams call their final timeout, which means they're going to have a Hail Mary set up, though. Well, I mean, they're obviously playing for a field goal because they're at midfield. That's why they just threw it like that. I go for the Hail Mary, personally. A big fan of the Hail Mary. But I don't know why more coaches don't run that when it has nothing to do with an end of a quarter or an end of a game. Just, well, the quarters just roll over. You don't do it at the end of half. I, we threw a Hail Mary at the end of the quarter. It was kind of a disaster. It was second down. Dude, you know why? These guys have pass interference all the fucking time. If I was a coach, I'd be like, just wing it downfield. If I had a shitty offense, if I had a bad offense and a bad quarterback, I would say, like, take the Washington Redskins right now. I'd say, just run, everybody run fly patterns every play. Let's hope for a pass interference. We have nothing else going for us. And we're going to talk about that game after this play. All right, Goff drops back, and, and McVay's been listening to me. He's going for it all, and he's way short. Picked. All right, that takes us to halftime. Los Angeles Rams 6, Chicago Bears 6, and we are going to recap some of today's How games. How many? So Goff, two picks in the first half. Trubisky? Two. Medium pizzas. <laughs> the medium pizza game. All right, I just mentioned the Redskins game. Yeah. Redskins, Giants. Really not a whole lot to discuss. Well, there's there's some things I want to discuss. Okay. Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson threw his first pass in the NFL since 2011. Who the fuck is going to... Who's going to come in next? This is a legitimate question. Is Steve Berline going to be playing next week? Like, is... Is is Trent Green going to walk down from the studio next week and put on some shoulder pads? Is Steve Tasker going to suit up and suddenly be playing quarterback? <laughs> the next name you could think of was just a <laughs> former special teamer for the Bills. I couldn't think of any more quarterbacks. Like, Rodney Hampton going to be a quarterback now. Steve Tasker, or I'm not sorry, not Steve Tasker. <laughs> Josh Johnson hadn't thrown a pass since 2011. Yeah. What the fuck are we talking about here? Well, they were down to nobody. They Their starter got hurt. Their backup got hurt. So then they had to sign a third stringer to be their starter and a fourth guy to be their backup. Who's the backup for Josh Johnson right now? Well, Mark Sanchez. But he's hurt. I think they just took him out of that game, right? Oh, he didn't get hurt? No. I didn't really watch that game. I think they just took him out. 
Because he was having a bad game. Yeah. Still wild to me. I mean, yeah. Do you think, I'm being serious. Do you think Colin Kaepernick's attorney is just taking all of this as part of the collusion case? I'm not even making a joke here. I'm saying, do you think like if they go to court with this collusion case and they say, look, dude. Yeah, because. Some of these arguments are that he hasn't played in the league. That he doesn't know the offense. But you're putting in a guy who hasn't played in the league three more years removed from when I haven't played in the league. Like, it's wild to me. Yeah, I think the uh, I think the stat I saw was Josh Johnson's last completion in the NFL was a year before Colin Kaepernick's Super Bowl appearance. Yeah, because he's in place since 2011. Yeah, they took the two. 2000- no, he pl- he's been in the league, but he just hasn't. Yeah, he didn't throw a pass. Right, it's 2011. To me, it's not even about Kaepernick. Like, it's it's the point of like, dude, there there are better options. Plain and simple. Hey, Josh Johnson looked okay when he got in there today. Did he? Yeah, I mean, it looked great, but but I actually think it. I, I would argue it is about Kaepernick. I'd argue that when Alex Smith and Colt McCoy went down, you were a game out of first place. That's why that is the true argument. The argument isn't like, oh, there's a shitty, you know, you're the fucking whatever, some dog shit team, and you didn't sign Kaepernick, and you're like, well, we, we're dog shit. We know we're going to be dog shit, and we don't need that. But to not play a guy when you could potentially win the division still, you could be a playoff team, and you're like, nah, we'll fucking... I'm a Sanchez. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm a Sanchez defender. I I think Mark Sanchez has become a punchline simply because of the butt fumble. But like, so if you were like, "Hey, we have a relationship with Sanchez." I'm, by the way, I'm not saying Mark Sanchez is better than Colin Kaepernick. In fact, I'm saying that he isn't. But I I could understand you trying to make that argument. But then when you bring in Josh Johnson to back him up, who then has to go into the game? Would it have been the single craziest thing that ever happened if they had signed Colin Kaepernick and just fucking ran RPOs and ended up winning that division at nine and seven? They already had six wins. Yeah, I just don't get it. I you do get it though. <laughs> you do get it. I do get it, but I, I don't get why these teams don't want to win. It's that they would rather be fucking racist and not win. By the way, we have. I'm looking at my Twitter. We have evidence. Shout out to Cody Parker nine nine. He tweeted at both you and I. Evidence of the Max Kellerman should have drafted Sam Darnold, not Saquon Barkley. A YouTube clip. Yeah. So we do have visual evidence of these guys. I mean, I already saw that today. Yeah, but I. Yeah, it's out there. I'm saying if you go, it's the ESPN page. For some reason, the web page is taking it down. Probably, I'm sure, at Max Kellerman's request. Stick to fucking boxing. Okay, I'll go in the comment section. Iceberg. It's like you guys forgot what Sean Merriman said about the cap situation. What did Sean say? Remind me. This was July when he came on our show? Yeah. Last time? That he didn't want a fucking distraction or something like that? I don't even remember what he said. 
Uh, yeah, r- remind me what he said, but I just know that signing Ruben Foster is a massive distraction that people are still talking about. So the distraction thing is just bullshit. Everybody's a distraction. They signed Ruben Foster. I mean, remember, we had Andrew Hawkins on talking about uh, talking about fucking Hugh Jackson's a good coach. Like, if they were, if they were you know, brilliant analysts... All the time. They would be Sean Merriman to be a GM. And we love Sean. I don't, and this isn't taking a dig at Sean or any of these guys who've been on our show. But it also doesn't have to mean we have to agree with everything they say. Yeah. And by the way, Andrew Hawkins admitted he was wrong on Hugh. Like, Good. Like he, <laughs> I, mean, I don't think we needed him to do that. But, but like he tweeted out some things like, yeah, I missed this one. Yeah. I missed the Hugh Jackson call. Because at this point... But uh, but here's but let's play devil's advocate. I'm just trying to let's I'm go, just trying to let's understand go to our comments. Whoever whoever is like, let's play devil's advocate. Okay, make your case. What's the case? Yeah, what's the case? What is the case at this point? If you're a Washington Redskins fan, what's your case? The Giants, the New York Giants, are not good. They're not a good football team. They pushed the Redskins shit in today. 34 nothing at half. Giants hadn't scored 30 points since fucking Tom Coughlin, you know, uh, had dark hair. They scored 34 points and a half against the Redskins because the Redskins could not fucking move the ball. Okay, let me hop in here. He said his point, thank you for reminding me. He said his point was the NFL is a business. So one could argue that they, they might lose some fans, the Redskins, but they're going to gain just as many, if not more, also for signing him. How many, how many Kaepernick jerseys would they sell? You want to look at this as a business? Oh, as a, but here's the business. Here is the business. You make extra money when you have playoff games. The end. That's a business decision. You were in first place when your quarterback got hurt. You had a playoff position when your quarterback got hurt. That's not, that is a, a decision against your business. You have made a decision to not be successful in your business. So yeah, it's a business. Yeah, I assume they make millions of dollars. I could be wrong. No, of course it is. Every home playoff game, right? Yeah. So I don't know who it is, and I'm not saying even that he would have been the ultimate answer, but all I know is this. Josh Johnson is not your answer to try to win you some games, plain and simple. It's like, it's it, because the thing is, is you can make that argument all you want, but what you're also arguing is then that the, the other option is making you money. I guarantee you, Let's take the fact that signing Mark Sanchez and Josh Johnson essentially guaranteed that they were not making the playoffs. Yeah. But I will guarantee you that there are Redskins fans who are like, fuck this. I am not going to a fucking game where Mark Sanchez is playing. I'm not going. Why am I going to go? I'm going to pay for parking. Did you see how many empty seats were at the game today? Yeah. There was a ton of empty seats in D.C. today. Yeah. Because they knew they had no shot to win. Against a bad team. Yeah. 
That's a business decision. You made a decision to have fans not show up. There's just too many holes in that argument. There really is. There's too many holes in the, it's a business and the baggage. They're, they're just, guys, they're just not arguments because they don't make any sense because we're, we're in a, we're in such a heightened media crazed age. Yeah. The, the amount of people that quote unquote would be protesting if Colin Kaepernick start is blown out of proportion. And I'm actually not sure it's higher than the people who would just protest a team that's starting Mark Sanchez because they're like, well, now we're bad. You might go if you're a fan and be like, you know what? I don't like, well, this is a real question mark. Like, is Colin Kaepernick going to be good? Well, Let's not to go mention, to this game and not find to mention out. the ratings. It's kind of like, you know, Howard Stern used to always say when he was blowing up, the percentage of his listeners that hate listen to him, right? He said like 60% of my listeners hate me. They don't even like me, but they listen to hear just what I'm going to say. So the argument from a business perspective could be this. If Kaepernick plays on any team, the amount of fans that's going to draw to that game, not only live, but on TV, is going to be huge because even the people who hate him, they're going to watch. Guys, it's kind of like the Oscar thing. You see everybody saying, oh, I hate this shit, I hate this. How many people hate watch it? Like, I don't. But here, here's... My thing, and we've done, we've gone over it so many times, but I'm going to say it one final time because it ends with me asking you, what does this say about yourself? If you're the person that argues, because I've done it with people. I've done it with people for hours and hours and hours on Twitter. If you're one of the people who argues, he's washed. He was not good his last two seasons. And then I say, well, Josh Johnson hasn't played in the NFL in 2011. And then you go, well, he's a distraction. And I go, well, is he a bigger media distraction than, than Ruben Foster? Than Ruben Foster or Tim Tebow was? Or Kareem Hunt? Or Kareem Hunt? When, when, they, when teams would sign Tim Tebow to be a backup and all the press would come and Manziel and all the press would come. Is he a bigger distraction than that? And then you go, okay, well, and, and then also there's the people who are going to protest. And you got to ask yourself, why do you keep opening new doors of excuses for why this can't be, why it shouldn't be? What does it say about you that you're like, it's this? And then I'm like, well, and it's this. Well, what about, and this? Like, why do you feel, why do you, why are you insisting on digging and trying to find an answer and digging and digging? What is it about you that makes you so passionate that it's there's a there's a reason behind it besides the one I'm you're saying it could be one of these 10 things and I keep dismissing those 10 things and I'm saying it's so clearly this it's so fucking clearly this yeah it's so clear the single reason he's not playing is because owners of the professional football teams in the NFL do not want to start a trend of their athletes having an opinion that goes against what they think. They are the boss. You are the employee. They don't fucking like your opinion. You're out. All right. The third quarter's just begun. You going to make any predictions? Uh, what kind of prediction do you want to make? Who's going to win? Who's going to win? Any other wild predictions? Um, no. No wild predictions. I, I, I predict that Trubisky and Goff will remain medium pizzas for the entire second half. Did the Rams score a touchdown? Yeah, at some point. 
Both teams will score touchdowns. Is that a hot take? It's a hot take because they haven't <laughs> scored yet. Both right, teams eight. will score second-half touchdowns. This game has gone perfectly for me. I know fantasy is like the most boring thing to talk about. but It they really are, is. They are not using Gurley at all, which is fantastic. It's great, just great news. This 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 beer is the uh, Mitchell Trubisky of beers. It's been sitting there for a minute. The Deschutes it's been Fresh Squeezed IPA. Where's that from, India? No, it's. I think it's fucking Bend, Oregon. Same thing. <laughs> India? Oregon. Same thing. Fucking tomato, tomato. All right, second and six. There's not a single Indian in Oregon, and there's not a single Oregonian in India. They're giving uh, Howard the Rock a lot, man. He's getting Howard the Duck. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Did you see Howard the Duck back in the day? I don't think I fully saw it, no. I saw Howard the Duck in theaters, and it was fucking creepy. Howard the Duck was like a live action. Like It was, it was a guy in a duck costume. I know. That's another movie you got to add to, like, I'm going to get stoned and watch. Like there, There's just a catalog of movies that you should watch really high, and that's one of them. Yeah, any, basically any duck movie. Donald the Duck. Donald the Duck. Howard the Duck. (laughs) Really really made Donald Duck formal there. Donald the Duck. It's like the Ohio State University. Go, Jerry. Go, Go, Cohen. I need you. I need you, fam. Get in. Loose. Down to the 10 yard line. Big play on third and two for the Bears. Does this make you worried about the Rams long term? I mean, it is a primetime game in Chicago. Bears D. Like, they wouldn't necessarily have to play the Bears, you know what I mean? Also, I'm not certain this would happen if it was in LA. And I'm not talking about like the cold weather, just like the home the home crowd, you know? Yeah. Oh. Did he get in? Who's out? Tell me. Oh, what? Touchdown Bears. Is that Robinson? Yeah. The two the two referees are not sure that they agree about the call. Seven plays, 81 yards. It took under four minutes. Well, there's one of my half of my hot take. The Bears have scored. Let's see if he goes out of bounds. He's way out of bounds. I mean, what the fuck is this, this ref referee watching? drunk? Yeah, I mean, what, what is this call? What is this call? The other referee came over. That was the fail Mary all over again. The one referee came over and pointed right at the sideline where the other dude went out. And then the dude looked at him. He's like, yeah, you think you went out? Fuck you. Touchdown. By the way, that's one half of the, that we see in the YouTube comments, of a legendary duo, right? Who? The Robinson duo, or the Allen duo. Oh, yeah. That guy just, I think that guy left life, left Twitter. Right? I don't even remember who that was. Who was that? It might have been Swingman 9. I think it was Swingman 9. One of the great, one of the great uh, Jacksonville Jaguars fans of our our history. Do you remember? Do you remember this time last year? Do you remember? Do you remember the Jaguars fans? Raymond Ass. Swingman Nine. Is it Swingman Nine? It might be Swingman. Does he follow us? Might be like Swingman underscore Nine or something like that. Man, you have such a great memory with Twitter trolls. It's amazing. Yeah. Raymond Ass. Dude, people are just delusional. It's not just like everyone. I mean, I mean, you mentioned him earlier briefly, like like our boy Justin Wood. I mean, I was talking about earlier this year about Bro- free Eli Manning, send him to send him to Jacksonville, and I got legit 
like, fuck you, we don't want him. Bortles is better than Eli. I was like, guys, what world are you living in? <laughs> You're now starting fucking Cody Kessler. That's what I'm saying. Like, our buddy Justin, when the Bengals started 3-1 and one or whatever, he's like, this is our year. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's never the Bengals' year, ever. As long as that fucking boob... Marvin Lewis is a boob. I'm going to call him a boob right now. Can I take Good, that? Yeah, put the, put the boob. You, you're putting the boob on him? That fucking boob of a coach, Marvin Lewis, and that fucking triple fucking boob of an owner. What is that movie? Total Recall? Triple boobs? Were they the triple tit? Yeah. That triple boob of an owner, Mike Brown in Cincinnati, they will never win. It's, I found it, Andy. It's at swingman underscore nine. Well, you got called out here on Insta or on the YouTube comments section. Can't wait to hear. The Devil Wears Supreme says, people are delusional, yet Prano picks the Mets to win the World Series every year. Shots fired. Did I pick the Mets to win the World Series this year, Andy? I don't think so. I picked the Cardinals and the Astros in the World Series. I picked the Rams and the Chiefs. I picked... I don't, I, I don't even think I predicted that the Giants win their division this year. All right, second and goal. Trubisky's got tons of time, and he wings it out of bounds. It'll be third down and goal for the Bears. My, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. My defense of my homerism remains that each one of my teams I've ever had has had star players, and I'm like, please fucking kill yourself. I hate you. I was on the anti-Carmelo bandwagon from the day he got traded there. But you're not on the anti-Odell Beckham Jr. bandwagon. No. Two wildly different players. If Carmelo Anthony was LeBron James of fucking basketball when he got traded over the Knicks, I wouldn't have been anti him. All right, third and goal, a little play action. Oh, the big big man. man, the O lineman. Number seven. He can dance too a little. Number 79. I like that play call. You ever notice Trubisky can throw the ball to anybody on his team except his receivers? <laughs> like, yeah, that was a great like, play. I'll throw it to fucking tight ends and tackles, running backs and fullbacks. I'll throw it to defensive players who happen to be in the game. I'll throw it to their defensive players. They had, they had three. Yeah. They had three D linemen in the backfield. That's a great play right there. Good hands by the big man, too. Oh, your boy's trying to claim that Carmelo, I'm sorry, that Odell Beckham Jr. is the Carmelo of the NFL. Brandon, what you got to say to that? I mean, look, internet trolls come in all shapes and sizes, and apparently they have found their way into the YouTube comments. Carmelo Anthony is a basketball player who has, for his entirety of his career, played a style of basketball that at every level of basketball, from peewee to the NBA, is something that no coach ever wants. A me first, no passing, no defense, no rebounding, low effort player who has been... A long two shooter, and only cares if he if he gets his stats. Everywhere he's gone, the coaches have hated him. His teammates have hated him, without fail. 
You can argue anything you want, but you can't argue that Odell Beckham hasn't put up the best stats for a wide receiver through X amount of games, every game he plays, the most receiving yards through this many games, the most receiving touchdowns, and you also can't deny one thing. The New York media will sniff out if there's a whiff of a sense that a team doesn't like a player, they are on it. The Giants coaches, the Giants teammates, uh, during the last game, who's the game they played before the Redskins? Last week's game. Bears. Yeah. Apparently, he was the one that gave a speech at halftime. And the te- every single player after the game said, Odell talked at halftime. He got us all going. Like, no one's ever said that about Carmelo Anthony. Ever. The only thing that anybody's ever said about Carmelo Anthony is, I'm resigning because I refuse to coach Carmelo Anthony. George Carl said, he gave me cancer. Everybody hates Carmelo Anthony. Whether the media and people who don't aren't Giants fans dislike what Odell Beckham does, his teammates like him and listen to him. And he's a leader in the locker room. That's where I don't understand because he hasn't shown, even in interviews, that he's excited to be in New York. He straight up said, I don't know if this is the spot for me. Like, after he signed the contract. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you know what people don't like? And I said this about Jameis Winston. People don't like it if you're fucking fake. They don't like you being bullshit and pretending you're going to eat a W when they can see that you're shitting your pants about going out on the field. Is Odell Beckham supposed to be like, I love New York, if he doesn't love New York? He's always said, I want to win no, more but, than anything. But it is odd to say, I'm not sure if I made the right move after you just signed to play there because you didn't, you didn't have to do that. Right. But that doesn't change the fact that every single one of his players on his team will go, he can say that, he can express whatever he wants, but I know he gives 100%. No one's literally ever said about Carmelo Anthony that he gave 100% on in any game since he has picked up a basketball, ever. And that's the difference. To, to compare, I'm not even joking, to compare Carmelo Anthony, a guy who's given never in his life 100% effort on, in anything he ever did, to a guy who you might not like how he looks when he's giving his all, or how he acts when it doesn't go his way, but to get to compare him to a guy who you, you can't take away his effort, then you're a complete and total asshole, and you don't have eyes or ears or the ability to understand sports as you watch them. That's it. Now, can we talk about how fucking uh, you know Antonio Brown is Clay Thompson? Like, could we make another loose fucking? nonsensical cross-sport association. I knew that comment would get you worked up. Because it it's like, you just don't know what you're watching then. No one has ever accused Carmelo Anthony of caring. Ever. I mean, would you agree that that's the knock on Carmelo? Yeah. Lack of effort on defense. Lack Basically, lack of effort in all aspects of basketball besides getting his own shot. 
basically a giant apathetic player. Yeah. That's kind of his career. And if it doesn't go his way, he's going to go sit on the bench and he's just going to fucking just be like, "Eh, well, we fucking suck. You might not like that going 110% for Odo Beckham translates into him if it's not going his way fucking freaking out on the sideline but i'd rather that a hundred percent of the time than the guy's like fuck it you know what we fucking suck fuck all these dudes yeah putting it on yourself takes way more courage than putting on everybody else and putting on your coach and putting on your teammates putting on mike d'antoni and george carl and amari stoudemire and jeremy lynn and chauncey billups and ai and kenya martin the uh, carmelo anthony is a finger pointing guy He's, they, not, he's not a leader. They try to get, they try to get Odell Beckham to point fingers, and people are pissed off because he wouldn't basically fucking lie. He's like, I don't know. You would think that he was like Eli Manning fucking sucks, which Carmelo Anthony did all the time about coaches and players. He just throw guys under the fucking bus. Yeah. What do you make of a news story? And again. I don't know what to make of these news stories because the news is busy covering old tweets from people that were there 15. So when I hear stories like this, oh, LeBron James is interested in adding Melo to the Lakers. I don't know if there's any validity to that story. I don't know. Like, I just think, I, I think there's no validity because I think LeBron James is smarter than that. Yeah, this isn't good here, by the way. Whether he's friends with him or not, I think he's smarter than that. Yeah. They're, the the Lakers are like two and a half games out of first place in the West. Yeah, they beat Memphis in Memphis yesterday after a back-to-back. They're 16-10. and 10. Joe needs a koozie. He does need a dirty sports koozie, guys. We have a, we have a mate. Let me, let me grab you one, Joe. I am wearing flag and anthem pants. Thank you, sir. You are most welcome. Look at these amazing koozies we have, guys. Available at DirtySports.com. Or also, if you use any of our promo codes with our sponsors or drop an iTunes review, I send you koozies in the mail. It's that simple. You get to use a promo code, which is going to help you, and then you get a free koozie. Actually, I send two. God damn it, Goff. You know, he's playing like dog shit. He's suspect. He's completely and utterly suspect. He's lucky the Rams got the ball back. He's playing like dog shit. I feel like the more I've talked about him playing bad the last few... Actually, he's looked pretty shitty basically since the Chiefs game. Look, he's, I know it's only a second game, but... Yeah. He's certainly not a great quarterback yet. All right, Goff, give me something. Give me something. There you run straight. No, yeah. I hate when receivers do this. This is my biggest fucking knock. That was pretty stupid. This is Reynolds here. This is my biggest knock. Run straight. The, these receivers are they're always trying to cut back. God damn it. <laughs> Look at this shit though. They always fucking do this. What uh what was your dad like when he would watch games? Would your dad get pretty angry? No, never. Never. My memories of my dad. The God damn it is such an old guy thing. God damn it. I say God damn it all the time. My dad does say God damn it, though. 
I say goddamn it all the time. Yesterday you went full Tourette's during volleyball. Oh, I was having You're like, problems. Fuck, fuck. I was calm at first, and then and then you started talking shit. I started talking shit, and then we we started talking shit that we were just gonna attack you. And then when then when it didn't go your way, like we definitely got under your skin. Yeah, I had some. Uh, by the way, I can hear the neighbors closing their windows. <laughs> as if that's going to get me to stop yelling cunt. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was yelling cunt really big yesterday on the volleyball courts. I'm incredibly sore from volleyball yesterday. I'm so sore. That's the most I dove. I had sand literally up my ass crack. Oh, yeah, so did I. From diving so much. I, I'm super sore in the shoulders because toward the end of that game, toward the end of our day when we were like, I was like spent. I was like, I can't take this. Like the last game, I was just like, Every single thing that happens to me at the net, I'm just returning. I was for 20 minutes, I was just sending everything back. Yeah. Ah, my shoulders, my neck. I know, man. Old. I rode my bike for about six miles last night, too. After? I rode to the show and back. Oh, right. And then I went a little joyriding around afterwards. Trubisky back to pass. Cohen. Cohen weaving in and out of traffic. Take all those PPRs. It's about seven yards there. Now, Andy, I know you were very. Uh, we we have to cover some of these other games as well. Yes, yeah. we're not we're not doing a full podcast after this. Yes, I can assure you, I have other things to do on a Sunday evening. Like what? Um, like go home and lay down. Okay, and <laughs> just wanted to verify what you had to be have going on. Um, were you impressed at all with the Chiefs today? Well, you know, I was very impressed on that drive, the, the drive to tie it up. That throw across the body, across the Dude, field. He had multiple throws today. He's he's legit. Like Look, that's a guy. That, that that's a difference between I know Andy Reid's scheme heavy too, and he's made quarterbacks look better than they are. But like, I think Mahomes looks so good combo. I think he's incredibly fucking talented and he's in a good scheme for him. Bro, can we watch what we just saw, not to cut you off? Yeah. This is some... Bro. Circus shit. I mean, he's so Bro. Short, he There's no way he can catch... Like, he, he's not palming those balls as they come in. You know what I mean? Tariq Cohen doing backflips while catching footballs. Two of them. You see how jacked he was? Yeah. Well, he's not in the NFL because he's 5'9 and not jacked. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How many... Hours of Andy's little beach workout do I have to do to look like that? I mean, that's just got to take so much. Everybody, some two people have to throw in passes at the exact same time, the exact same speed. It's a lot going on. I'm not Bro. sure that wasn't. I'm calling bullshit. That was fake. That was as photoshopped. Our boy Charlie Ryan made that in a video editing suite. Up. <laughs> oh. oh fuck. Sue offsides. That's huge. Um. Okay, so you, you were talking about which game were we Just talking about? The Chiefs. About? Yeah, they look good. Now they're I was also impressed with Baltimore uh to hang in there. I mean Baltimore They also exposed Did you watch the game? Did you hear what Romo was saying? Yeah. They were also exposing Mahomes, being like, he's young. Like that one play where they brought nine guys, he doesn't know what to do. They were showing the safety was best basically playing where the middle linebacker was playing. And he's like, he does not know what to do here, and he didn't. And he instantly got sacked. So, 
that also showed to me young quarterback come playoffs we'll see. Sure. It's not taking away from some of the throws he had. No, that's what I'm saying. It, it like dude, the mental aspect of the game is one thing and that's always going to be something that some some guys, you know, and you can get get the Homer chat going in the in the convo right now, but like that's the kind of thing where as a Giants fan, that's why I've always respected Eli Man. Like he came into the league knowing what to do. You know what I mean? And then it's like, oh, the physically doing it and what throws you can't make and knowing the speed of other What do you mean he came in the league knowing what to do? Like what he, does that mean? Like I'm saying he had an understanding of the game of football well beyond being a rookie quarterback from a mental aspect. Versus versus, versus like you know, the majority of people that come in late flag. What is this late flag? Late flag on this. Whereas it might take Mahomes a while to get it, but like Mahomes is going to break fucking records without knowing what he's doing necessarily to like the, the highest extent, like his physical ability is just like up there with the best I've ever seen. All right, Ryan McLean says, we, we can talk about because we haven't talked about the Bills at all. Is Josh Allen running for like 340 yards in the past three games a non-story? And I'm just being a stan, or is he a topic? Josh Allen. Is he a topic? I'm not even sure I understand. He's saying like nobody's talking about that he's rushed for 340 yards his last three games. Yeah. Well, it's it's like anything, man. They're not winning football games. We lost to the Jets today. Jesus, medium pizza. Me, that's medium pizza. Trubisky, go, just, go. Trubisky just delivered a pizza, bro. To this is like a we could call it the medium pizza bonanza. <laughs> Miss Trubisky just went full little Nero's. Jesus Christ! He shut up a, a medium pizza and then he fucking hit the statue on the way out. God damn! Is that his third pick? Where is he throwing this ball here? To, I mean. I'm hoping for his sake that he's throwing it, that he's colorblind and was throwing it to their player. I mean, honestly, it's a great throw if he was throwing it to that safety. He hit him in stride. (laughs) I'd like to hear from him after the game before I judge too much. He's like, I know Johnson. I'm friends with Johnson. He was running. He was perfectly in stride. I hit him. 16 of 30, 110 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. Goff 13 of 24 for 93 yards with two interceptions. This is the medium pizza game. I think it's Ruther fitting. ordered two medium pizzas and two medium pizzas were delivered. Bro, this is unbelievable. Oh! <laughs> what the fuck? You gotta be kidding me. Bro. This is some fucking dumb shit. Who is he throwing it to? Again, if he was throwing it to number, if he was throwing it to Fuller, it's a great pass. It's actually a perfect pass. What? Like, if I'm a coach right now, I'm going. You know what? I'm just going to run the ball from here on out and just take our chances. Just going to run the ball every single down for the rest of the game. That was. I can't believe I just watched that. That was back to back. Like, is that the worst two throws that have ever happened on back to back plays on Sunday Night Football? Probably. That's incredible. Why are they not running the ball? They have the ball inside the 30. <laughs> Give Gurley the fucking ball. Goff's clearly not playing well. I bribed McVeigh. I told him about my fantasy game. Jesus Christ. This is some bullshit. 
Serious question. Would you rather watch? I, <laughs> all right. Go. Would you rather watch every for the rest of this season and next season? It's Goff versus Trubisky on Sunday Night Football. Every Sunday night primetime game is Goff versus Trubisky. Or one Sunday Night Football and you have to watch is just uh, three hours of Dilly Dilly commercials. Three hours of Dilly Dilly. Not even close. <laughs> Not even close. Just like you're sitting down, you know it's my Sunday Night Football, you can't turn it off. They just do three and a half hours of Dilly Dilly. I don't even know where the story, the storyline is. Now other kings are coming to this, and they're not even really saying dilly dilly. Oh. All those commercials, he's just taking them to the fucking dungeon. Well, so a lot of people always ask me when when I like they're like, "How do you live down here at the boardwalk?" I'm like, "I am so good. I actually have the ability to shut off my ears. Like I was like, I tune out entirely You've the been- Venice Beach boardwalk." Unless something breaks, like the normal sounds, like if people yeah. start yelling at each other, like. Okay. But I actually, I actually uh-huh. don't hear it. I have the ability to not hear the Dilly Dilly commercials. When I see it, I I haven't I haven't heard an actual Dilly Dilly commercial in a year and a half. That's what I'm saying. They're not even saying Dilly Dilly. I don't I don't know what they're saying. I see that it's a Bud Light commercial set in medieval times, and my one of my senses shuts off. Can you imagine? If you were the like the guy who wrote the first commercial, and now you're stuck, you're on your thirtieth dilly dilly commercial as a fucking commercial copy editor writer, copy what are they what are they called? Whatever fucking they're called. God, that would suck. This game has been kind of gross. It's been bad. Not a good game for us to be calling live. We were like so excited. We're like yeah. Rams, Bears. It's just penalties and picks. It's yeah. a vegan pizza game. Give Gurley the ball. Let's go to the comments. Maybe uh, somebody can trigger me again. Uh, somebody's trying to trigger you, but it's fake. It's the same dude who triggered you about Mello. Claiming that uh, Bud Light is so delicious, they don't need those shitty commercials. That's just trying to trigger you. Say that again? That Bud Light is delicious. Yeah. That's clearly something. No one believes that. What do you make of Baker Mayfield's day today? Let's talk about that for a hot minute. Uh, was it? It's, was was it good, exceptional. He had some good passes. He had a couple good throws. I saw that. Yeah. How was his day overall? Did he you play? Mean, you, he, you didn't mean, play, he didn't play extremely well. You want me to pull it up? 200, 200 yards. You want me to pull up Baker's stats? Yeah. Let's see what kind of day did Baker Mayfield have? Two hundred thirty-eight yards and a touch. Baker Mayfield's day was Trubisky running, and he's going to get up. No, he's down. 18 of 24 for 238 and a touch. So very efficient. Your boy Cam was not efficient. 26 of 42 for 265 and one interception. Yeah. Dude, if I'm the Panthers, like, at what point do you – because, again, I know Cam has been what he's been so far, but it's not going to get better. Well, we got to address something before we talk about the Panthers. The Browns won five games this year. Okay. You said they wouldn't win five games. Well, they have. Yeah. But you know what I love about the Browns? This is another thing. that I. This is another. This is exactly what I get upset with the quarterbacks. Is like there's a lot of – Terrible five win teams in football, right? Yeah, but somehow the Browns winning five 
games. Like everybody's like, look at the Browns, look at them. It's like guys, I'm over here. You know, the Giants are dog shit. We have five wins. Is it four? Right? No, we have five. Five and eight. Five and eight. You don't play the Browns this year, do you? No. Yeah, I thought about that today too. I was like, okay, everybody, let's just tap the brakes a little. They're five, seven, and one. I like. Have you ever seen any like? Have you ever seen more like? Not even. I don't. I won't even call like average is average, right? Average is like eight and eight. But have you ever seen a mediocre to bad football team with more hype around it? Yeah. No, uh, never. Five wins. I agree. All right, a little play action. Gurley finally completed a pass without throwing it to the wrong team. First down, Rams. But I'm going to say it again about Cam. At what point do you start coming up with another plan? For Cam? Yeah. Well, I think you have a – obviously you have McCaffrey. Yeah. Who had another – Decent game today, not great game. I don't know. I mean, I'm still, I'm still not re- like I would not be ready to call it quits on Cam Newton. You wouldn't be, you wouldn't be thinking about drafting another quarterback. No, I wouldn't. How? It's a Super Bowl. It's a Super Bowl or bust league. Cam's not getting better. He's not going to get better. And, and he's not going to get better because the athleticism—it's—he's just going to become less and—he's just going to become less and less effective as a runner, more and more likely to get injured. He's not becoming a better passer. I don't know though. That you could say that for a lot of guys. You could say that for a lot of team situations. Yeah, of course you could. You know, so that—that's my point. He's but, what, he's but, what three years removed from an MVP. Okay, MVPs are great, but it's a it's a personal award. I know. I just I I'm not I'm not done with Cam yet. That's all I'm saying. By the way, the comments are on fire. Everyone's defending the Browns. That's what's so funny. Five wins is amazing compared to the last three years. Well, guys, they only won like. But you guys aren't listening. This is where there's a disconnection. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is, obviously, zero wins to five wins is a huge upgrade. Our point about the Cleveland Browns is, which Joe just said, have you ever seen people losing their mind so much over any team winning five wins? That's all we're saying. Yeah. Like, you don't you don't hear the Vanderbilt football crowd. Like, we got seven wins this year. We fucking did it. Yeah. Last couple years, we only got two. This year, it's seven. Yeah. You're five. You're t- the you Bengals remain- have five wins. Yeah. The, or the, uh, you said the Giants have five wins. Like, what are we talking about here? They beat the Panthers at home. Like, who are, like, who are the Browns even five wins anyway? Cincinnati. Panthers, Jets. Who else did they beat? I have no idea. Everyone's fucking losing their mind. Every time I see it on on Sundays, it's like 
I, I'll see Mayfield, Mayfield, Mayfield. I'll go. Baltimore. Just like I said. I was like, what did you do? In Atlanta. 200 yards? 200 yards and a, and a single touch? Pfft. It's one of those things where it's just like, man, you would think you would think that the Browns are have 11 wins and Mayfield's up for an MVP award. Yeah. The way people react to it. I want to talk about the Falcons for a minute. They're terrible. Yeah, they're done for. Like, they're, I mean... They now, have a, they've had a lot of injuries on defense, but it's like that's part of football. They got waxed by the Packers who couldn't do anything. Yeah. Absolutely waxed. But I want to bring up something that you have said before on this show. You talk about you don't want your quarterback leading the league in passing. Passing. Yeah. So entering this week... Oh, and by the way, somebody sent me a great stat. What's that? No quarterback ever that's led the league in passing yards has won the Super Bowl. Well, in 50... In all the Super Bowls. Well, it might happen this year with Mahomes, maybe, but Matt Ryan was leading coming into this week, I believe. Or he's third. A lot of times they're behind. But I also think I want to tie this into my boy Russell Wilson. You always say you don't want a guy leading the league like a Matt Ryan. Yeah. But then you got a guy like Russell Wilson who, and this week, is 18th for yards. Yeah. But doesn't that go to your argument, right? Yeah. By the way, I've... Like, to my argument. You you are about Russell Wilson the way the Drew Brees fans who, when I said Drew Brees was the sixth best quarterback of all time, lost their mind. I have said consistently that Russ is a great quarterback. I have tried to talk you down from the ledge that Russell Wilson is a top five quarterback in the NFL or some sort of every year MVP candidate or some sort of elite Hall of Fame passer. He's not. But now... Russell, if Russell will actually... Russell Wilson will, if he stays the way he is, he will make the Hall of Fame. Right. Because he's already got one Super Bowl. Regardless of how that was won... But my my point is, okay, well, you don't believe he's a top five. I do believe he's a top five. But that's my point is that he's going to throw a, a fair amount, of t- a lot of touchdowns. He's going to throw 30 touchdowns again this year, not throw it for a shit ton of yards and know his role. I've said the whole yeah. time. But you've also said you'd rather have Matt Ryan over him. That That's why I'm bringing up Matt Ryan. Matt, the but, the, but that's not, that has nothing to do, like... Matt Ryan leading the league in passing has more to do with the Falcons than it does to Matt Ryan. I agree, I've also always said that Pete Carroll is a top coach in the NFL, and the reason is because he's not letting Russell Wilson. When Russell Wilson's throwing a ton of for uh, fifty times a game, you're gonna lose. Well, they still won ten games the year he threw the most. But by the way, I want to get back to this game real quick. Who the fuck was he throwing the ball to right there? Nobody. There's clearly no one there. I'm not sure how it wasn't. Intentional grounding. The whole shot had no one in it. But absolutely, you're absolutely right. I've said that the whole time. I've said that is like that is the beauty of Pete Carroll. He knows exactly that he, he lets Russell Wilson are throw we the ball say, 18 times a game. Are we going to say Pete Carroll top three coach? Yeah, we said it last week. We agree on that. Yeah. Get rid of it, Goff. I mean, and- Pete Carroll's got a stranglehold on number two if he fucking hands the ball off to Marshawn Lynch. You think he loses sleep at night over that? He has to. 
I mean, if he's staying up thinking about nine eleven, he's gotta be. He's gotta be thinking about his own fucking. You know, I watch those fiery fo- disaster. Yeah, it's like I watch those football lives. All those guys who never won Super Bowls, especially ones that played in them, they all say there is not a day that goes by where I don't think about losing the Super Bowl. So, I just want to go. I want to go back because I know what? I. You you kind of dismissed it, but I'm gonna ask you one more time. So right now the. Panthers are six and seven, correct? Yeah. So if they have a, if they have the, what, eleventh pick in the NFL draft. Gurley with a great fucking run there, breaking the tackle. Looks like it's a first down. Rams. I don't know the quarterback class right now. Also, Prano. Like I don't know. So they'd be right in the middle. Like let's say they're sixteen. You wouldn't consider taking like. Greer from West Virginia? No. No? Greer's brothers are fucking social media stars. I'm not touching that. I mean, Cam didn't wear a shirt to his last press conference. He was wearing Pharrell's Mountie hat. I know, but he comes from... <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, I, I don't trust Greer. That's all I'm saying. I don't trust... I don't trust... Dude, Big 12. That's all I'm going to say. Big 12. Like, Baker Mayfield's the best quarterback to come out of the Big 12 in recent memory. Big 12, like like who are they producing? Seriously. RG3 had one amazing year out of Baylor. Colt McCoy. I'm not touching the Big 12. They said this year's draft class was real deep. I don't think next year's, the 2019 class is going to be as deep. No, I would not draft a quarterback. Now, Ron Rivera might get the axe. Probably is. You think he'll get fired from this season? I don't know. No. Bro, I got to read this YouTube comment. This is great. <laughs> From Matt Evangelisto. Can't wait for the Jared Goff football life. In quotes, not a day goes by when I don't think about the day when Sean taught me where the sun rises and sets. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. That wasn't even true. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess. Okay, I'm getting I'm getting roasted here. Mahomes. I did forget Mahomes. I just always forget like when he went to Texas Tech. Yeah, yeah. I totally forget. That's a bad one to forget. <laughs> Do you mean the, the current league MVP? Yeah, I, I stand corrected. I, I, I got to say, I'm not going to even take the blame on that one. I always forget Texas Tech is in the Big 12 because I don't give a single fuck about college football. Big 12 is not a good conference. It's not a good conference. Somebody's trying to, it's not a good conference. Giving up 400 fucking points a game. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. My argument with the with college football, and we and we talked about this recently, is like, I get it. The SEC is a good conference because there's what three good teams generally. The SEC, yeah. There's generally Alabama, and like Alabama, Auburn, Alabama, LSU, Alabama, Georgia, Georgia, Auburn, Alabama. Mississippi you know, like, might have a really good year, yeah. but it's like there's yeah. always three good teams. Yeah, that's what makes them a great conference. It's like, are there really any great but, but, conferences? But the depth, hold on, the depth of the SEC is what makes it all so good. Like, their mediocre teams are better. What the fuck is Goff doing? Like, who's he throwing this to? No one knows. Even the Bears are like, what the fuck is happening? Like, the Bears dropped that because they were so shocked that he oh, threw it. No, because everybody was running, like... 
even the defenders are running away from it because they're like, what? Why was that? We're all running this way. Why did he throw it there? Yeah. I was just behind him. Don't worry, guys. I'm here to the I'm here to the block capade. Up. 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 You've been putting time out. Boom. Why? What happened? Some cheddar dick coming in here to talk about Atlanta MLS championship. They're like, get this guy out of here. You've been putting time out, fam. You're done. Remember back in the rabble blocking days? I love it. I can I can do that on YouTube, dude. It's a great power to have. Yeah, but then those people probably were subscribed to us, crushing our subscriber numbers. I put them on timeout. Oh, that's a thing. The thing on YouTube, bro. You you can put you can put user in timeout. Wow, some white people fucking shit right there. That's some millennial parenting shit. Yeah, go to timeout. Do you ever have timeout? No, God no. That's the, like the idea of that is terrible. So my my dad be like, yeah, I'm gonna put you in timeout. I'm gonna put you in. I'm gonna put it so that your brain can't tell time because i've knocked you out yeah so yeah so i grew up yeah with the, the whole wooden spoon spanking yeah. the bell all that shit right so my dad would go full 300 and like kick us down the stairs <laughs> you know what I mean? like, <laughs> so i remember when my mom started working again and we had to go to our babysitter she she basically nannied a bunch of kids at once oh, i remember and, no, not my never, mom. Never forget. Not my mom. The woman who I used to go to. Oh, sometimes, okay, got it. Right. You went to daycare. I went, but like at her house. Yeah. And this woman did that, and I'll never forget. I was acting up, and she goes, "You've been putting time out." I go, "I, I literally didn't know." It. I go, "What's time out?" She goes, "That means you have to sit in the corner by the stairs and just stare at the wall for ten minutes." I remember laughing in her face, being like. Oh, you're not going to slap me or hit me? Oh, you're a fucking bitch. Yeah, I'll go sit in the corner and play with my dick for 10 minutes. Well, that was always the thing in school. Like, remember, like, it, it always happened with, like, a sub, but what what I would always tell my classmates is, like, guys, you can treat regular teachers like the sub. Like, they, a teacher has no control if everybody just goes, we're not listening. Like, just, like, once you get enough people... Like the, the, That is amazing. The, they would just, you just have nothing. That you would tell them, like, dude, just... Just treat the regular teacher like a sub. Yeah. Like when, when a sub comes, everybody starts acting out. I'm like, dude, if, if 12 people are screaming at the regular teacher, they also have nothing they can do. It's just a numbers game. Yeah. We broke our chorus teacher down. She was like, I'm retiring from life. I'm just like, I'm never teaching children again. I was like, boom. I just pictured, I picture Prano at the cafeteria just looking at his guys going, look, I know we want to go nuts when the sub comes here. But we can do that to yeah. the regular teacher, and just their heads exploding. Like, remember, like a, if you're sitting, at, fucking oh, shit, Zerline! Wow, a direct hit off the goalpost. That's the game right there. That's the game. I don't know. Here. A lot of time left, Andy. He turned. Did he turn the ball the wrong way? A Domino's pizza kick right there is what that is. What are you? Fuck you, Goff. You can't even show emotion because you guys are in this shithole because you're playing like a fucking asshole tonight. Unreal. What is this commercial? It's uh, what's her name? It's a chick from uh, Love Actually and Pirates of the Caribbean. Kira Knightley. Yeah, she's back. I mean, she's clearly doing like. Yeah, I was gonna say it's definitely Coco, perfume, Madame, Mademoiselle Chanel, Paris. Then I start tossing that Perry. Yeah. I was trying to speak a little Spanish at my show last night. It did not work out well. I thought you were fluent. No, not at all. I see two guys in the crowd. I go, where are you from? And they go, 
the Argentina. And I said it like back like that, like, you know what the accent is, like, Argentina. And I go, how do you like that accent? He goes, good. And I go, uh, I go, donde? You know, just asked him where. And then by me simply saying where, just that one word, he just started reeling off Spanish. And I was like, yo, bro. And then you're like, uh, chorizo, por favor. <laughs> Dos. You got to fucking tap cabana, the- baños. Tap the brakes here, man. Do you know anything about the chalupas at fucking Taco Bell, bro? The cheese is old and moldy. Where is the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, does anybody get that reference? Will anybody, will anybody know that reference? Give some credit to the Bears' defense, Andy. Come on. No, I have given credit. I've said the Bears' defense has played great tonight. Yeah, and Goff's also throwing it to no one. Yeah, the Bears' defense has played great, and Goff is also playing like dog shit. So it's a combination. Great defense is better than great offense. What do you think when people say things like that? Um, I, I mean, I guess technically that would be true, but like... Yeah. So, but it's it's so much more rare to have a great defense. Yeah. And then also a great defense from week to week, you know. Where was the Bears' great defense? John Daly's back. Golf Channel next Saturday in American Flag Pants. He's back. Like last week, right, the Bears lost to the Giants because they had Chase Daniel. But their defense was there. Why didn't their defense win the game? You have 30 points last week. Yeah. Because it's hard to have a great defense when you're on the field the whole entire time. This is huge because the Rams lose this game. They drop to a number two seed. But the Saints are still 11-2? and two? Yeah, but they lost head-to-head. Right. Saints that, had a close one today. That, I was going to say, that's why the Saints-Bucks game was a big deal. And, and the Saints... Played off on the first. Are half. you giving up? I know you're not giving up on Cam. Are you giving up on Jameis Winston? Is Jameis Winston their quarterback going forward? Again, I just don't know who your answer is. That's my point. Well, like because you used to play that same effect with me in the Bengals and Andy Dalton. Right. I'd bitch about Andy Dalton nonstop, and you'd say, "Okay, Ruther, then who are they going?" I'm saying to? you don't. I'm not saying you go to Jeff Driscoll full time, but I'm saying you have to start exploring the idea of. Who the answer is? Well, the thing is, Jameis Winston is due like I believe nineteen to twenty-one million. I always so that's I, a factor. I always do it like this. All right, ready? I'm gonna ask you a math question. It's gonna be multiple choice. Okay. Okay. Four hundred eighteen times five hundred and twenty-six is a twelve, b forty-five, c nineteen, or d none of the above. I mean, it's clearly none of the above. Right. So just because you don't know what the actual answer is doesn't mean you don't know what the wrong answers are. The first three, clearly not the right answer. You don't know the right answer, but you know it's not those. Like, you don't know what the right answer is for the Bucks and the Panthers and the Bengals, but it's not Andy Dalton, Cam Newton, Jameis Winston. So start exploring the none well, of the above. Area. I would disagree because Cam Newton still has playoff experience, has won some playoff games, has been to a Super Bowl. Andy Dalton has never won. Andy Dalton's playoff stats, I believe, are one in like five games, 
one touchdown and six interceptions. They're like statistically one of the worst of all time. But again, and Jameis hasn't played a playoff game again, yet. Again, this is uh, I I've made the equivalent. By the way, a far better equivalent than Carmelo Anthony to Odell Beckham. But Cam Newton is Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard went to a, took a team to the finals. Wasn't MVP? Did he win MVP? No, but he was an MVP candidate that year. Uh, but then it never got better than that. That was peak Dwight Howard. Yeah, because he never changed his game, and he was a freak athlete. And then he he did not he did not improve his technique for the things that you need as your athleticism wanes. I stick by. I'm not. I'm not ready to give up on Cam. Okay. Of like of those three. I mean, the other two are a different story. But of those three, I'm not ready to give up on Cam Newton yet. I just don't know. I just don't know what the answer is. And I know you can say, well, nobody knows. But I look at the quarterback situation in the NFL, and it's so tough to be a consistently good quarterback. Well, here's what I would say. Consistent. Here's what I would say the answer is. When you have a sure thing no doubt about it franchise quarterback you do not prioritize that in a draft if i was the panthers gm i would not necessarily think that drafting a quarterback in the first three rounds of an nfl draft is something that i absolutely should not waste a pick on so you would draft a quarterback in the first three rounds if somebody was was great in the right position for us yeah i'd take a passer doesn't mean you have to give up on Cam. No, see, okay, now you're now you're kind of wheezing your way. No, I'm trying to give up on Cam. If I'm the GM, like I no, would have to, but it's but a you're also decision, but, I would, but but that's an argument that you just made that I'm not necessarily against, Prano. You're saying if there's a guy available that can come in, might not start right away. I'm not because when you were saying you're giving up on Cam, I'm under the impression like you don't want Cam Newton being the Panthers starter. In 2019. Or at the same time, well, there's a couple options. You either draft somebody that could potentially challenge him, which they're not, their mindset is like he's 100% the guy. Or do you, like, there are a lot of teams that have a lot of fucking, that that may think they're a quarterback away. Would you call up the Jacksonville Jaguars and be like, just just calling, just wondering what you'd give up? For Cam Newton, would you give us three first rounders for Cam Newton? Just checking, checking to see if you would. Would you? I mean, I don't. Would you I make that phone call. You may call call a couple people. I don't think there's any problem with calling anyone to test the waters on, on almost anybody. I'm not against testing the waters at all. No one's against testing the waters, man. I'm all about testing those waters. Can I say it one more time? <laughs> yeah. Test those waters. I don't even know what you think test the waters means at this point, the way you're saying it. Like, you're like test the waters. It means like you want to try new things in life. You want you want, you know, am I getting really deep on this? I don't know. <laughs> like, like you're testing the waters on who you can trade and get something for you test the waters on like dating you test the waters on cars right you, you test the waters on life experiences am i just stoned and making no sense at this yeah, point I think you're overusing that your test of water is definitely pretty broad okay i get it also how many waters can you test simultaneously it's usually just test the water <laughs>
Nick D'Alessandro wants color and play-by-play on the next drive. All right. You're going to do play-by-play. I'll do color. Okay. Oh, they just showed Jim McMahon. Poor Jim McMahon. I just saw him today in Venice Beach. By the way, Jim McMahon is watching this game, and he's like, who's the guy with the headband? Poor Jim McMahon, but he can't even see now. All right, Rams, first and 10 on their own 18-yard line, down 15-6. to We're at 6.44 to go in the fourth quarter. Goff hands the ball up to Gurley for a little dive. He's going to gain about two. Stifled by the Bears' defense. What do you think about that, Joe? <laughs> the announcers don't say that. <laughs> yeah, you did You did the play-by-play, and he came in with the color there. The colored. <laughs> Uh, I'm not. I'm not doing color. I'm the colored. I'm the racist. The racist colored guy. Gurley. They just showed 11 rushes for 28 yards. Three receptions for 30 yards. I feel like not enough Gurley tonight. You gotta. If you're if you're the Rams, I feel like Gurley is the football equivalent of body punches. Yes. You need to. Yes. You need to. You need to work the body to take down the head. See, that's a great tackle right there. The Bears D is they're that's a sign of a good defense. No one knows what you're talking about because you skip the whole play by play portion. Well, they tackled Everett about a yard short. There you go. Nice tackle. Force a third down. Man down. He looks like a big man. He I'm assuming offensive lineman. <laughs> looks like a big man. Can't say for sure. Number seventy six. Has a big man's number. He's the third. Yep. Now that, that I see it, now that I see it. the third. That's a new trend. These guys always want to say if they're the second, third, fourth. What's up with that now? Well, back in the day, you used to just be junior, right? Yeah. And then you'd only get the number if you were the third. But even like Steve Smith went to Steve Smith Sr. Yeah. Like guys now want to be known what order they are. What's up with that? Man, a lot of it's about legacy, yo. A lot of disrespect, Howie. I don't appreciate that comment. Send Ruther to Flint, Michigan. Not wow. cool, bro. Not cool. I, I assume that was my alluding to waters. I'm not testing those waters. Those are waters I would not test. And uh, he's walking off the field. Doesn't look good. From my diagnosis, I'm going to say torn ACL. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a torn ACL. And Saffold is out for the season. You heard it here first. I'm Andy Ruther, DSPN. Here's a question. I have a, I have a fantasy football question for my... Because I've always been pretty mediocre at fantasy football. Um, I know a lot of the, our nerd fans love fantasy football. So it looks like I'll be ahead after tonight. Unless something goes crazy here. I'll be ahead after tonight. And I'll have two players left. I'll have Stefan Diggs. And the Minnesota defense tomorrow night. I don't think Stefan Diggs could do anything wrong enough to cost me, but I definitely just take the Minnesota defense out of my lineup. Ah! Right? Do I just take the Minnesota defense out of my lineup just in case Seattle like goes haywire and then like I, they end up scoring negative points? I think it'll be a good. I think it'll be a low scoring game tomorrow night. But let's can we? Unless you want to talk about your fantasy, it's fourth and four here. My fantasy is for you to nail one of these play-by-plays here. Fourth and four, Andy. Take it away. All right. Fourth and four. We're at 434 on the game clock. This is it, people. The game has come down to this. The Rams down nine points against the Bears on their own 
<laughs> now you're telling us who's playing in the game. 38 yard line, fourth and four. Here it is. We got trips up top. Jared Goff drops back to pass. He's looking and sacked. He is butt fucked, people. By number 95 <laughs> and number 96. Robertson, something else. Another guy with a fucking lawyer name. This is a terrible game by Jared Goff. Terrible game by the Rams offense. And uh, the real MVP is the Bears defense this game. I mean, that was a nice, uh, that's certainly a great defensive play by the Bears there. But I agree with you on, like, fourth down, essentially game on the line. You just have, you have to throw the ball no matter what. Yeah. That's what I've always said about quarterbacks. Like, not every interception is the same. You have to throw that ball. Throw it into traffic. Throw it anywhere. Just throw it. Throw it fucking 60 yards downfield. Yeah. Throw it, throw it directly into the sky. But you have to throw that ball. Sure. You cannot take that sack. I agree. Under any circumstances. And you, and you don't throw it away, and you don't try to fucking scramble. You just throw it. You just close your eyes and fucking throw it. Throw it into the middle of the field. Gurley has 11 carries. Yeah. I love Sean McVay. I'm a big fan. But you would think... I don't know what he's doing tonight, though. But also, you'd think all the talk of... You know, we talked about it before the game. How much do you stock do you put into? Uh, oh, it's going to be cold, and they're a West Coast team. It's like you have you. Everybody's telling us that we're drunk, that we're fucking. We have our heads up our own asses. That you have, I've somehow, I've somehow created and turned you into a New York Giants homer because we are we are crazy for saying Saquon Barkley is even on the same level as Todd Gurley. Everybody, he's the best. Well, if he's the best. Why isn't he just getting the ball in the fucking eye formation and playing ball control? So against the Broncos, that's what the Rams did. And it was cold. Remember that game? It was it was like an early, really cold, I think it was even snowing game in October against the Broncos. They just fed Gurley the ball. Yeah. Now I know the Broncos and Bears defenses are not the same. You got to give Gurley the ball more tonight. Now, if this game, now I see all the stands are coming out. The stands are coming out for the Bears right now. Guys, this game's a lot different if it's played in LA, though. It is. And it's like Prano was saying, it's nothing to do with the cold. Everyone's like, oh, we want, I see the comments. People, you guys want the Rams in the playoffs? Well, good luck with that because it's going to be in LA, most likely. I don't even understand the comment. What's the comment? Super Bowl contender now. Hope these two teams play in the playoffs in LA. How you, I, here's, here's what I got to say. I'm going to say it again because fanboys are annoying. If you watch Mitchell Trubisky tonight, play medium pizza football, throw fucking four, th- just three. three picks, just showing up. He ain't even getting out of the car to deliver the pizza. He's pulling up to your driveway and he's throwing his pizza out the sunroof. No, you know what he's doing? He's throwing that pizza on the fucking roof, I breaking hope, Brad style. Yeah. I hope he works for Domino's. I hope he got motherfucking pizza insurance. This dude's just flinging pizzas at houses. You're telling me you're a Super Bowl contender? You're a Super Bowl contender. You're a Super Bowl contender? Pizza boy? We got two pizza boys competing in a game that's 15 to 6. One touchdown. Just get rid of the goddamn ball, Goff. Stop. Stop wincing. 
So it's second and seven. The Bears obviously are just going to run out the clock here. Zach Mann's coming back at us. I called it a snooze fest. Remember, remember when we were hot at him? No. We were hot at him last week so when we announced that we were going to be covering this game live. He said it would be a snooze fest. Although this has been good for me to watch because it's shined a light on these two quarterbacks. Yeah. Like, we've seen how they are. Now, Goff had Monday Night Football in the spotlight, and he played great. He was also at home. Yeah, he also wasn't playing a fucking great defense. Well, next week, Sunday night, he's got the spotlight on him again against the Eagles. And the Eagles really don't have that much to play for because they're now two games back. Yeah. No, they really don't have much to play for. I mean, I guess they could technically spoiler. Still, they could, they can still get in the playoffs, eight and eight. I mean, what are the Eagles now? They're six and six and seven. Yeah, I mean, they could they could easily get into the playoffs at nine and seven in the NFC. Yeah, they're not winning three games though. I don't think so either, but doesn't mean they're not going to try to win. I am not cursing the Rams. I saw that comment staying. I'm not. How am I cursing the Rams? They're 11 and 2. How am I cursing them? I've been to two games this year. They've won them both. Went to the Saints game last year. They won. Now, the first year, I did, I did go see. This is fun. You know, I went to Jeff Fisher's last game. Yeah. What games did you go to this year? You went to the Chiefs game? And- Chiefs, Seahawks. And I'm going to go to uh, Eagles next week. Apparently the Chabellis have a fucking. I mean, technically, spread. technically, the teams that you went to the Coliseum and rooted for in those games are one and one, right? Weren't you rooting for the Seahawks? I was, not, I was not rooting for the Seahawks. That's not what Goldberg told me. Goldberg's a liar. I was not rooting for the Seahawks. Somebody wants to give Prano money. Oh, okay. I, I see it. I see it. If the Vikings D gets negative points, I'll Venmo Prano ten dollars. Well, how? Does, but. That's not really helpful. How would they get negative points? How does that work? If they give up like 40 points and don't have any get any turnovers, like I think I think if you score like if you give them more than like 25 points and you don't get a turnover, I think you got you're at zero. So I'm saying, should I just play it safe? I I, I don't have to play them. I will I think I will have it already had it one. And Stefan Diggs isn't like fumbling 17 times. You know what I mean? Oh, oh missed it. The Th- kickers have medium pizza night too. <laughs> it's a fucking medium ki- pizza the kick- bonanza. The kickers aren't even medium. They're not even pizzas. They're like they're like those gross fudgy brownies you order from Domino's. Ah, uh, the lava cakes, bro. Can we yeah. talk about the, the Domino's lava cakes are legit. <laughs> legit. If you want diabetes. Maybe I got to switch my hat around for a little fucking rally. I mean, yeah. a, a, a hat worn properly isn't a rally cap. You gotta like, you gotta get like, you gotta go. You gotta like, rally caps like, you know, something like that. No, don't go inside. That's gonna ruin it. You know, go to the tomahawk rally cap. I'm not doing it because I'm not rooting for your team. But now you just look like you're a fucking d bag. Turn it sideways, Ruther. There you go. Now you're rallied up. Is, is this is this the problem? Uh, I don't know. Cap? I don't know what Goff's doing. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Old sh- old fucking shark hat. There we go. The proper rally cap. All right. 
Uh, by the way, can we talk about the cuck cam in uh, Kansas City? Why? Was it especially cucky? Yeah, it was really cucky today. It was Kansas City, Baltimore. Who was there? We got lots of good. Brady. Uh, There's a Brady one. Did I see that? Brady. We had a Dallas Cowboys. We had Chicago Bears. Shout out to uh, Sean DeJoseph De sending all those pictures. Love when dirtballs send cut cam picks. Guys, if you're out of game and anyone's wearing a jersey of a different team, not playing in the game, send us pictures at The Dirty Sports on Twitter or Instagram, and that you will be featured in our hashtag cut cam. Now, I had a question for you that I was thinking about when that uh, that Dolphins game ended on that crazy play. Do you think Mac broke out of the mental facility the way like the chief in one flew over the cuckoo's nest <laughs> do you think do you think the mental facility that his parents put him in after he after they found out he made a one thousand dollar bet on the jay cutler dolphins do you think he like threw like a water fountain through a window like old chief and escaped with a straight jacket on running through the streets of the panhandle <laughs> How did the Patriots lose that game? <laughs> no, can, we, can we talk about Gronk at the end? It was, it was ridiculous. Dude, Gronk looked so pathetic. You hate to say did that. Did you see my tweet? No. I said, the Jimmy Buffett cover band is on the field. The Jimmy Buffett cover band is on the field. Because it reminded me of the Cal-Stanford play. You know, the band is on the yeah. field. But I was thinking Miami. What kind of shitty band? I, I was, it was either going to be that or Gloria Stefan and then Miami Sound Machine are on the field. Yeah, you had to make me think about that one for a second. Gronk looked awful though, like um, on I mean, like on that play, it just looked like ogre white guy versus fast black. What guy. What I didn't understand is they so theoretically they had Gronk out there for some sort of hail mary situation. Is is Gronk like a leaper these days? Is is Gronk with his bionic knee brace has, and bionic arm? Yeah, who has had back injuries and has like. Is he suddenly jumping up to make deflections? Yeah. On by the way, on seventy yard Ryan Tannehill Hail Mary attempts. <laughs> Did they think Ryan Tannehill was gonna I mean for Drake though to weave in and out like that? It was ridiculous. Fucking amazing. Uh the Bears DBs, back to this game. They're in on they got their hands in on every single play. Yeah. Playing amazing ball tonight. All right, fourth and ten. This really is the game for real. <laughs> now, for really real now. For, for real, guys. I, you took your rally cap off. What are you doing? It, it kept falling you don't off. Understand my head. how rallies work. It kept falling off my head. All right, fourth and ten. Goff drops back to pass, and, and I don't know who the fuck he was throwing to. He threw it to Prince. Prince. He threw it to our boy coming to America. Is it Ma- Amakamura? Yeah, Amukamura. Amukamura. Yes. Fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, golf three picks. Trubisky three. McVay's like you fucking suck tonight, bro. Here's the thing: the Bears D's playing good, but I also don't. Right. right exactly. Like it, that. That's that's what I know. That we have some Bears slurpers. Where's that pass going? Like the Bears D's three playing, guys. There. Bears D's playing great. He's in the pocket. No pressure yet, and he just throw, he just throws it to no one. Yeah. Like, you can, like, that was not a Bears coverage sack. That was not a Bears pressure sack. That was Jared Goff not knowing which way the sun rises. Wait, so I didn't, Trubisky has four? I said that. 
I was wrong. So these guys have a combined seven interceptions. <laughs> yeah. Keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As a Rams fan, it gives me zero confidence. And Prano's right. If you're a Bears fan, like this guy gives you that much confidence. Be- because here's the thing. Take teams that had amazing defenses. And I'm, by the way, and I'm not putting this Bears defense also at the level of, let's say, like a Ravens defense of 2000, 2001. But even with Trent Dilfer, you know why Trent Dilfer worked on a team like that? He wasn't turning the ball over. Well, he was just a straight-up 100% game manager. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Their D was that good. Right. That's why... There, as a Giants fan, I always take offense to the fucking like this. This Bears defense is better than those Giants defenses. Ooh, we got some takes coming in on Goff. Okay, Goff is Andy Dalton, and then do you think Goff is a top ten quarterback in the league right now? No way. No. No fucking way. I mean, let's just go through it. I list my top ten in no particular order. Yeah. Top ten: Brady, Breeze, Mahomes. Rodgers, my boy, Russell Wilson. Is that five or six? Six. No, my, my, I don't know. Matt Ryan, Philip Bridger. Phil, Phil, you said Be- you said Roethlisberger. I haven't said Roethlisberger okay. yet. Philip Rivers, Big Ben. When I'm at nine right now. And who haven't I mentioned? I mean, there's certainly guys you haven't mentioned. Uh... I mean, there's 20 other teams in the league. There are there are like terrible teams, but like Stafford, what, like, Stafford, yeah. Like, are you taking? Are you putting Stafford on this team over Goff? Yes. You putting Eli Manning on this team over Goff? No. See, that's where you're wrong. He's not just throwing it to nobodies. He's throwing three picks to nobody. So you'd rather have Eli? This is a fascinating conversation. You'd rather have Eli Manning over Jared Goff on this Rams team? Yeah. Yeah. So Sean McVay and so Jared Goff. Jared Goff's like, do I get a ring too? Yeah, come on over. He didn't know what's fucking where the sun rose. He does. He's not even allowed to call audibles at the line. He's not allowed to call audibles at the line. He's not allowed. His coach doesn't allow him to. The headset shuts off, and that's it. That's the last he can talk. I mean, he's really getting exposed tonight. Badly. He's really getting exposed. I hate to say it, he really is. It's not good. I would definitely take Stafford. I would definitely take Eli. What about Cam? Would you take Cam? See, I don't think that skill set fucking... He's just as inaccurate. He's not accurate. That's my problem with Cam. He's not accurate. Do the Rams win next week? Who are they playing? Yeah, the Eagles? Yeah. Yeah, I think they do. At home? Yeah. And then they close with Arizona and San Francisco. The Eagles aren't good defensively. I really am telling you, man. He was fucking exposed this week badly. You take Wentz. Wentz has missed a lot of throws this year, but he's also coming off an injury, so I yeah. don't know. Like I don't know what to make of Wentz just yet. 
You're not taking Dak over him. No. I mean, I'm taking Wentz over Goff. I wouldn't be mad if you did. I was riding high on Goff Kansas City night. I, you know, I because I kept saying this is a big test for him. This is a big test. But then the last two weeks, he's fucking laid an egg. This is where the whole system versus quarterback. This is where this whole discussion comes into play. It really does. Like taking Baker over Goff? No, not yet. I mean, Baker could be good, really good. Yeah, but he's also in his first year. I, I need to see more. Only, this is what year three or four? It's year three for Goff. Yeah. Fitzpatrick over Goff. David Carr. I'm taking David Carr over Goff. You're taking everybody over Goff. Derek Carr. I'm not taking David Carr over Goff. He works for NFL Network. <laughs> yeah. You guys should rename the show QB Comparisons with Joe and Andy. Well, I don't well, know. Well, that... this this game was a, a medium pizza bonanza. But also, I think Joe and I have good conversations about quarterbacks. Like I think I I enjoy those. Taking Deshaun Watson over Goff. You are. Yeah, I'm asking you. Probably. We need to talk about that game. We're today. taking Luck over Goff. We're both taking Luck over yeah, Goff. Of course. We need to talk about that game today. We let's let's go through these games as this game wraps up. The Texans could have slid into that number two spot with a win. They lost. Your boy Bill O'Brien. I'm not I'm not on I'm not on the Texans train. Not on it. Never been on it. Never will be on it. I like Watson. You know, I I I like Hopkins. Watt is JJ Watt. Bill O'Brien cancels a lot of that out. They shut down Hopkins today. They like went out of their way to shut down Hopkins. Now yeah. that, now that Fuller's out. Who'd they pick up? Who's the guy they made in the trade for? Who? The Texans? Yeah. I don't know. A receiver. Oh, yeah, Demarius Thomas. But he's not doing much for them, is he? He had like one really good game. 15-6. It's like an AL Central baseball game. And there you have it. The final. Chicago Bears with a impressive 15-6 win over the Rams. I think a lot of shit about the Rams was exposed tonight. This is what I'm saying. Look, local commercial. This is yeah. a local ad for next week's game. Eagles-Rams next Sunday Night Football, which I still think I'm going to go to. Why would I not? So the Rams are back to the number two seed. But that's an NBC commercial. No, that was I, I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. I'm like, this is a really well produced, like, yeah, local Rams commercial. Yeah, yeah, I was wrong on that one. Do we want to go through some of these games, Prano? Yeah, let's do it. I think we covered a lot of them. We covered the most of, the of them. Well, let's go. Let's bang it out. We covered most of these, to be honest. Falcons, Packers, we didn't really cover. Mike McCarthy gone. Packers suddenly better. Atlanta Falcons. I mean, I still like Quinn, but you can't. Do, do you? Yeah, I don't love him. Do you? 
I don't love him, but they've had a ton of injuries on their defense this Dude, year. Dude, I get that. Okay, but for me, this is what I want to say about the Falcons. You have way too much talent offensively. I know their defense is dog shit, but you have way too much talent offensively to, to put up 20 points like today. And I know it's in Lambo, but come on. Yeah. Like they scored in their opening drive. They scored right away. Who wins the division? No, no, the Texans are going to win. I was going to ask if you think the Colts have any chance. I think they have a chance. I don't know who the, who everybody's got left, but they're still two games back, right? Yeah, okay, Prano. You know, I'm going to go to some comments. Why is Aaron Rodgers better than Drew Brees? I'll let you handle this. I think we've explained this. Why, why do I think Aaron Rodgers is better than Drew Brees? Um, I think he's, I think, well, first of all, he can make, this is what I want to say about him. And let me actually hop in first. I thought Tony Romo made a great point today during the Kansas City Chiefs Ravens game when Mahomes made that throw on the last drive to tie it. So the only other person that can make is Aaron Rodgers. Yes. It's exactly what he said. More mobile, better arm, just as much of a command of the game. Certainly, right? Like, yeah. So, okay. That all right. Let's just leave it at that. That's just a couple of things, right? He's I think got twenty three touchdowns and one interception or something like that this year. I think he has one pick on the year. Yeah. So, okay, but that's just a couple of things. So now, why is Breeze better than Rogers? Play devil's advocate. Why is Breeze better than Rodgers? You can't look at, oh, he's the all-time leading passer. Like, yeah, he's been playing yeah. longer. So why, why is Breeze better than Rodgers? He's not as mobile. He doesn't have a strong arm. He doesn't throw on the run with that accuracy. They both have one Super Bowl. So why is, why is Breeze better? Also, we just talked about before, uh, I, I wish I had the guy who sent it to me, Shout out to whoever it was. You know who you are. It's never in the history of the, the, the Super Bowl been the, the league's leading passer. Most passing yards in a season. Yeah. Has never won a Super Bowl. Correct. Yeah, because again, most of those teams are balanced. They usually have a running game. They usually have some sort of a defense. So the quarterback doesn't have to do everything. And so again... So again, when we talk about it, and I know Breeze fans lost their mind at the idea of, you know, being the sixth best caught quarterback of all time, right? Yeah. But when you when you get into the the cream and the cream of the cream of the cream of the cream of the crop, you can say all these guys are incredible. So it is going to be splitting hairs, right? Yeah. So the hairs I'm splitting are is more mobile, bigger arm, better at throwing on the run, more explosive. So yeah. So now why is Breeze better than Rodgers? I'm I'm willing to hear what you got, but Breeze is. You want to go to some of the comments? Yeah. Breeze is better in the pocket. Says what? Yeah. Says what? I mean, you can't. Here's the thing: if you're going to make a comment like that, and and 
again, my thing, guys, we're, Joe's right. We're talking about splitting hairs on all-time greats. And again, the thing with Breeze has showed up the last two weeks. Breeze on the road, eh, you're pretty good. But like like today, first half, he did not look good. I watched that whole Bucks game. He didn't look good in Dallas. Breeze is an all-time great. But I could be wrong on this. I don't think Aaron Rodgers really matters where he plays. Because he's already playing on a fucking frozen tundra. Right. So it doesn't matter. So when you say things like Breeze is better in the pocket, I, I, I don't know what that means. Joe doesn't know what that means. Well, I'm gonna, I'm looking it up right now. So a difference of 67 to 65%. That's that's their completion percentage. So they're very similar. Who do you guys got? Leave it in the comments section right now. Give a thumb. Don't, but don't tell me who you got. Tell me why Breeze is better. No, give a thumbs up and then tell me who you like. Breeze or or Breeze or Rogers. Just say Breeze or Rogers. Who you got? All right, you want to do a couple more comments? Do we have other stories that were? Here's a good one. I like this from Corbin Stoddard. Travis Kelsey over Gronkowski. That's not even a question anymore. Gronk's like not has not been healthy, isn't a run after the catch guy. Nearly Kelsey's the best tight end in the league. Yeah. And we got to talk about Kittle. Yeah, right there. I mean, like, maybe the next best tight end in the league. Like, nobody talks maybe, about fucking Kittle. Maybe, and, and when I say next, I don't mean second to Kelsey. I think maybe he is the next. Yeah. Because, look, we had Antonio Gates, and we had Tony Gonzalez, and we had Witten, but like that's th- those are complete. Those are all Hall of Famers. Very rare that tight ends last that long. Yeah, I mean, look at Gronk. Gronk had a pretty small window. It's like a five year window, but he's also injured all the time, right? Because those guys take a fucking ton of hits. Yeah. So Kelsey, this might be his window. Maybe Kittle's the next one. Like for a second there, everybody's like, "Oh, Greg Olson hurt." All the time. Yeah. No, I agree. All right. You guys got any other questions? Any other big questions? Was there there any other stuff we wanted to cover today? I don't know. You said that we had other sports stuff for after the show. Well, I don't think we really have much. We kind of discussed the Kyler Murray thing. Bringing up old tweets. It's disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah, I mean, that's... Super because, weird. no, Joe, what's bad is... Are you seeing how the mainstream... Did you see a lot of people going to USA Today? I mean, when you have USA Today, not even their sports section, just normal USA Today tweeting this stuff? Can you imagine sitting on tweets that someone wrote at 15 and 16? I don't even think they're sit on them. I think that, that some guy sees somebody in their biggest moment and just starts putting in keywords and somebody's Twitter... And tries to find shit. But why? Guys, we all have to ask ourselves, why are we trying to ruin a guy's greatest night, his greatest achievement of winning a Heisman? Why? Why are we trying to ruin a guy who has been named the host of the Oscars about tweets he's already addressed? Like, why? What's this personal vindication we get from it? Right. You're really sick in the head if you want to ruin someone's night. And you want a virtue signal. And I'll just go on record saying, I said a lot of dumb shit at that age. I said a lot of racist shit. I said a lot of homophobic shit. I know I did. Right. I was also 15 and 16. I didn't have a lot of fucking gay friends. 
I didn't know any gay people. I said dumb shit all the fucking time. But I was fortunate enough not to have Twitter. Uh, I mean, it's just so stupid that, like, we're going back to kids. It's absurd. I, so I went to the boat parade in the marina last night at John's place. And I brought Andy Lazarus with me because Laz came down to play. Uh, he came. He wanted to have a drink after volleyball. And yeah, I was yeah. Like, I'm running late. I got to go to my brother's. And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, no, I'm like, come to my brother's. So my brother starts telling him all these stories of us when we were kids. And Lazarus like, I can't. Like, Lazarus like, blow. He's like, what? I can't believe the things I'm hearing. Yeah. And like, it, if, if there was just a recording of the half hour of stories that my brother told Laz last night, Somebody would be like, "Oh, so if Joe ever gets famous, I could just play this for every, like yeah. the shit that we used to do." But you're, we were kids. Yeah, I know. It's fucking stupid. Look at your boy. I mean, Chet, how many sweaters is he wearing simultaneously? He's wearing a turtleneck with a sweater. That's it. I'm defending him instantly. Just the cheddar dickery of fucking. Did he ski to the booth? Maybe he took the slopes from Cincinnati to Chicago, headed up north. But I agree, Prano, to kind of finish that up. It's absurd. And I'd like to look at anyone, anyone, and say, you never said something racist. You never said something homophobic. That's bullshit. Every single person has. Every single person has. Just admit it. Why can't we well, just now, the way that they're slicing and dicing things, it's like that people are taking shit. People say, you see the kid who was at Columbia? The the comedian, yeah, yeah, yeah. like took his mic away because he was like, it's like now what people. Did you know what his point was? Did you see his joke? Yeah, his joke was actually saying it was like pro gay. Yeah, it wasn't anti gay. It was pro gay and it was pro black. Yes, he's basically saying both of these people have it really, really rough. That no one would by choice do both. They have a difficult life. Yeah, being both gay and black because of all the bad things that come with it and all the fucking awful racist homophobic people that's what he was saying they people don't listen it's, it's fucking disgusting man what else you got on the rundown ruther i don't have much else man all right that's it guys if you like the show subscribe to us on youtube we drop new episodes monday and thursday and we record whenever the fuck we feel like it and uh, drop us an itunes review it takes two Seconds, right, Joe? Probably takes slightly longer than that, but yeah. Two seconds. Give it a follow on Twitter at the Dirty Sports. Joe, you can see live this week as well. Joe, where are you going to be at? I can. I will be up in Tahoe at the Improv at Harvey's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, two shows Saturday, one Sunday. It's one of my favorite places to perform. Always get a couple dirt balls out up there. So come out and see me. Hit me up in advance. I'll put you on the list. There's usually a guest list. And uh, then New Year's, just after New Year's, early 2019, with Eddie in um, the House of Comedy in Phoenix, Arizona. So cool. If you got any Arizona dirt balls, put that one on the calendar. JoePrano.com. Right. They're all there. And I'm going to be unveiling a new big contest tomorrow. We're giving away a TV, Prano. We're thusting away a TV. We're we giving away a TV. We're giving away Can a TV. Can I win one? You may be. The qualifications are going to be pretty simple. Basically, following on Twitter, subscribing on YouTube giving an Instagram follow, all those things to be in the running. For and also, uh, since Mikey brought it up before, how much is it going to cost? Like, how much would it cost for you to wear something for somebody during the... Uh, Let me think about it. 
Okay. Let me think about it. Shirt should be one price, shorts, a hat. Yes. Let me think tattoos. about it. I am available to be paid off. Let that be known. Anyway, yeah, guys, that was the show. Thank you for everybody who watched, who left comments on YouTube. You guys make it so much more enjoyable. Give us a, give us, hit that subscribe button right now. Give us an upvote. Leave more comments. Stay all night. But this thing will be ending right now. Have a great week. And most importantly, don't forget, condoms are for pussies.